XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opie and Anthony Channel. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Tether up off, we're gonna tether up off the mother sucker. Tether up off the sucker. Tether up off, we're gonna tether up off the mother sucker. Tether up off the sucker. Tether up off, we're gonna tether up off the mother sucker. Tether up off the sucker. Tether up off, we're gonna tether up off the mother sucker.
Buddies, it's a funk Friday. All coming down. Quick uh, spy report. Uh, reports of a school shooting in Connecticut. And this has got to be a first. It looks like an elementary school. Yeah. There's, there's almost no details out, but they're just reports shooting little kids. Well, we don't know if, if any little kids got shot. There's just something, you know, it took place... Something took place out at elementary school, and uh, it's one a day now. Whether it's a mall in Oregon, a train in Philadelphia, elementary school in Connecticut, one a day. Well, that train thing is up. That's uh, you know they were arguing about a basketball game, and I don't know why you're arguing about the Seventy Sixers. There's nothing to discuss there. AI baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know whether you kept up with the news. Uh, last night was the uh, big Christmas party here at SiriusXM in our lobby. And it went so well that there were some sleepovers, which I guess can happen. That's the type of thing that can happen. But because of that, uh, we're lucky enough to get one of the, uh, well, what's now being called an iTunes pick. 2012 from the Davy Mac Sports Program. Davy Mac is oh, in the house. Thank you, Ronnie B. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's always great to see somebody wearing last night's clothes <laughs> and bringing finger food. I got to tell you, Ronnie B. Yeah. This is some of the best finger food I've ever tasted in my entire life. Yeah. Sirius XM had this Christmas party yesterday. There's jalapeno peppers and sliders. Still, if you want, I actually have a sampling of no. both dishes. They're good. Um, I know some of these. I don't want to use harsh words. Mm -hmm. Ingrates from the Open Anthony show, yeah, are going to talk shit about the delicious food that was here. Provide for us. Uh, you know, uh, Sirius can go stick the food up their fucking asses. Is That's what, what they I said. Yeah. Well, I, you know, maybe you know more, yeah. more or less. <laughs> you know, put it, put it in their pussies, stuff like that. <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. Best food I've ever tasted at Christmas party, and the proof is in the pudding. At some point last night, Dave, it's like two mangy cats pissed in your eyes. 
because your eyes are frightening looking right now. Here's the problem. I need Visine, drunk or sober. Every morning, but especially a night where we, you know, it, it, it ends up at five o'clock in the morning, falling asleep, and now I'm, you know, back here. Did you get into uh, Pepper's uh, Pit Doc Christmas present? Is that, <laughs> did that lead to some of this? Not yet. Not yet. No. I, I have, well, then, then this afternoon's going to be a lot of fun for you. <laughs> I have hopes. I have hopes. Um, no, but uh, some of other, um, Pepper's other uh, herbal things were utilized, which was great. It was, was a Fresno night. Yeah, or it's early morning. All right, we got a... Uh, spy report. Spy report. John's giving us an update on the uh, shooting up. Uh, what do you yeah. got? Yeah. Hey there, Ronnie B. It's Sandy Point Elementary, and there's a person inside the principal's office that has multiple gunshot wounds, and they're looking for the other guy. And they, we don't know who brought who in. No, we don't. they don't know that yet. They just know two people, two gunmen. One is dead inside the principal's office with multiple gunshot wounds. And another one. On There's the a large. guy running by with a bazooka. They brought in the army. I just see a guy running by that has some kind of fucking rocket launcher on his shoulder. Shit. Uh, but, you know, Dave, you've got kids. When you send kids to elementary school, you know, at most skin knee, you don't expect the shooter no, to be there. It's time to homeschool and keep everyone in. Uh, we had Homeschooling I, I is through guys, the roof. I called you guys last Friday. We had a hostage situation in New Jersey, yeah. uh, half a mile from my fucking house. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't want to be Bob Costas here, but maybe we, we need to tone it down <laughs> with the guns. Well, Just a little bit. I'm not saying everyone's going to get all mad. You. Everyone's going to get upset. It, here's the good news. Um, Florida is the first state ever now to have one million people who have concealed weapons permits. <laughs> one million people Jesus. are, you don't know whether they got something under that dumb Hawaiian shirt that they're wearing or the Cuban barber shirt. The celebration went off in some gun shop with confetti. You're our one millionth. That's nice. That is. I, I always do like uh, fun to go down. It's too much. What am I supposed to do? How about this? You get home at a decent hour, you sleep, you shower, I have breakfast. I scheduled the vacation, Ronnie, sort of. And I said I might be home tonight or tomorrow, or definitely, I, I'll definitely be home Saturday, is this, what I said. See, Davy Mac really may be so old school that he's a pagan, because <laughs> this time of year, from now until oh, the first it. of the year, he... It's pagan rituals. Yeah. Uh, I know that there was one year you had the same sweatpants on for at least yeah. three weeks of partying. That's right. And I, um, I, I don't really change my clothes. I've been wearing the same socks yeah. for a few days now as well. The thing about Dave it's is... It's a great time here, right? Yeah. He's curbed his drinking, but he, he puts that as, I'm stacking up those tickets <laughs> to cash in all at the same time. That's right. And I'm doing it today, baby. So he does it now and then again no. in the spring. That's right. Uh, to celebrate... March 14th to the 17th. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. I have it all outlined and now all ready to go. St. Patrick's Week. St. Patrick's Week. <laughs> I get it all. I'm, uh, I'm all excited. I circle the dates. Everything's, mm -hmm. you know, we're all, we're in tip-top shape. Well, it's great to have you here, buddy. Oh, I'm Even excited though, to be you here. Know, it's it's bad news for everybody else. It's good news for us. <laughs> all all the other responsibilities that you had, well, listen, we feel they for, can take care of themselves. Yeah. They're three and four at this point. <laughs> you know, grow up. You know, thank God you're not in Connecticut for Christ's sakes, where there's you know shootings in your school. Feel feel happy that you're in New Jersey. 
Hostage situations only take place with adults. That's right. Apparently. Well, this does only look like it's an adult problem so far. But the parents, you just see them freak the fuck out. I mean, this might be in bad taste, but I I think the uh, state of Connecticut, most overrated state in America. Top three overrated states in this I'm a big fan of Connecticut. Really? I think the food there is fantastic. I find it to be poor man's Massachusetts. Okay, I can see where that takes place because they don't have a Boston. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, there's also a lot of New York City money like there is in Jersey. You're right. So, so it's like of, also the poor man's Westchester. It is. It is. Although it's almost like the rich man's Westchester because <laughs> I think their taxes are even higher. Yeah. But uh, really great food. I don't know why. That is weird. But really great food in Connecticut. And I'm not just talking foreign star... Uh, you know, restaurants. There's also like great bakeries for some reason, great pizza, great donuts, great breakfast places, like regular, you know, comfort food. Yeah. But they, they hit it up. Connecticut's a great place. Now, and maybe they're going to come out and say kids need to carry guns to school, I'm sure. Conceal yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> With rifles. I there know. will always be, if the teachers were able to fucking strap, this never would have happened. <laughs> I guess I've been down in Connecticut ever since Jim Calhoun retired. <coughs> I know you have, and we all, that rocked all of us to the core. We <laughs> said that to go on forever. Well, you know, I wanted him around. Uh, here's some big news, and I know that you are on a sports blackout, uh, as well as a life blackout. Yeah. Lakers came into New York. How'd that work out for you last night? What, the, what happened? Lakers <laughs> lost? Yeah, Lakers I'll t- lose. I'll tell you. Wait, what a gee whiz! What a fucking surprise that uh, everyone who wanted Phil Jackson they didn't get him because this uh, owner's son, Jim Buss, and that's mm. always the death knell of a, a sporting franchise. The son is always and by the, the way, worst. any business, no matter what it is, Sanford and Sons, and then it gets even worse when it gets to the grandson because that kid has just he been has, fucking doing morphine. Yeah, he's been doing morphine since he was four. But uh, it's to say, yo, Hank Steinbrenner. He's a big fucking blob. You know, you, you have all these guys. Uh, the uh, Wilpon son, the guy who owns the Mets. And uh, this Jim Buss, everyone wanted uh, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson thought he was he was on his way to Los Angeles. It was like 90%. From his little Ted Kaczynski hut. And then he, he, he gets a call at midnight. Now we would decide to go with Mike D'Antoni. And the whole reason people are saying is because Jim Buss wanted his own guy and make his mark on the franchise. You're going to take Mike D'Antoni over Phil Jackson. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It Horrible. makes zero on. fucking sense. All right, we got Davey Mackin. So, of course, with this program, it has just taken off on iTunes, where they're saying worldwide, this is one of the finest fucking shows in the world. That had to thrill you, right? Yes. It's, it's thrilling to be recognized in Brazil. Yeah, you know Portugal. Those are you my people. You do a lot of uh, football uh, <laughs> right. news. Yeah, that's what we do. What's going on with Messi? We'll take your calls. I know you have to say goal, like, yeah. and you have to you have to make it sound really long. Yeah, yeah, you have to stretch it out. Apparently, yeah. those uh, so, fuckers. Yeah. Those fuckers actually kill themselves when they lose things. Did you ever yeah. read that story? It was like a Brazilian World Cup. And they were playing somebody that was much small, smaller. And this was like back in the early things. And then Brazil was losing. And the people just started leaping off the fucking things to their deaths. <laughs> they would leap laugh, out of the outside of the on. stadium. They, they had no idea they could lose this. It's, it's really hardcore. Well, you saw that ESPN uh, you know, 30 for 30 about the, um, 
the fucking uh, Colombian guy. Pablo. Oh, yeah, that was well, one Escobar, of the best. Escobar yeah. and Escobar, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, he was, was flying guys in. And <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Was, and then he misses a big goal. Or, no, he kicked in his own goal. Yeah. That he, was in L.A., right? He, he, got, he, yeah. he, he got killed for it, right? Um, yeah. Jesus Yeah, Christ. well, you don't fuck around like that. I mean, you don't fuck up. I mean, even Boston didn't, like, fucking hang Bill Buckner from Still a lamppost. He, he <laughs> couldn't get to him. Yeah, he, he's really stayed uh, low to the ground since then. <laughs> well, that is true. Um, all right, here I think is probably my favorite fucking story out there, and that's is RG3 Black Enough Folia. Uh, ESPN, they had somebody on. What's the guy's name, Pepper? It's a Rob Parker. Great Rob Parker, who's... Uh, I think he's the guy who wrote Ghostbusters. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. But he came out and was wondering if RG3 was black enough. His reasonings was he's with a white chick. Okay. Uh, there's rumors that he's a Republican. <laughs> he's just not a brother-brother. Uh-huh. And it's weird. 2012, we're still in there. Fez, what's your take on this? Oh, I think this is just... It's race-baiting. It's just... Uh, it's trying to turn people against RG3. It, it's trying... The, the, the point would be this, though. When the black community sees somebody make it and they don't think he represents the black community, is that racism to say that? Yes, absolutely. He's just a player. This is a player. <laughs> but but no, that's also a leadership role. Uh, I'm not going to just bust your balls on this, but I remember you screaming at a gay person who fucking voted Republican and you basically called him whatever the gay version is of Uncle Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, you basically called him a pussy licker at that point. But why is it why is it so horrifying for an ethnic group to act like he's not one of us? I think it's as old as the country. But for some reason, we act like this is the worst thing <laughs> that could ever be said. He didn't say that the guy was a bad player, but he said, "Is he really black?" That's eh, happened. Yes, is he he's really black. black? But black in the term of he's part of the community. Black. Why is that bad? If you look at a gay guy who just starts, to, uh, and it, it's happened before, the Republicans will take him and put him in a good position. And well, you were busting balls on that congressman who voted Republican. Oh, yeah. He was the first gay Republican. And From you're Pennsylvania. At, you're basically saying he's not gay enough for you. And, you know, the, the this thing has come up with every ethnic group. But for me, it seems another thing that if it comes up as black, you're not allowed to say it. It becomes a problem. And maybe uh, people are coming down on it because it's, it's Rob Parker. But I remember Jim Brown saying that Michael Jordan was not black enough. I mean, he flat out said Jordan doesn't give he, – he doesn't make his blackness known. He, he, he wants to be vanilla. And Jim – so Jim Brown did it, you know. And, well, I mean, see, here's the thing. When Jim Brown played, you – also had this, you walked the civil rights thing. You said, hey, this shit isn't fair. And Michael Jordan came in, and his statement was, Republicans buy just as many sneakers as Democrats. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. not fucking getting involved in this. I mean, uh, if you don't call yeah. that sellout, <laughs> right. I don't know what else you would call it. Yeah. I don't think it's such a horrifying thing, the way people are, are, are letting on, that the guy just said, you know, he's taken advantage of a lot. Because in the 80s still, if you were a black quarterback, people were like, really? Because right, yeah. they're not quite 
ready for this. They meant for this position. I mean, yeah, it was Doug Williams was like the fucking people's heads were expo- about yeah. to explode. Yeah. Like, Doug, a black guy? Yeah. Just won the Super Bowl? Well, I actually, <laughs> when I moved down there, I, a friend of mine said to me, I couldn't live in a town that had a a black quarterback, <laughs> and, and I cleaned it up. But then it was funny because <laughs> after that, the Eagles have been on a long run of them. Right. But I actually, I heard that. Wow. So um, a black quarterback was such a freaky thing. But when you when you kind of use all these other people as stepping stones, but then say, eh, I really don't have anything to do with all that. I'm just a player. I'm glad. You got to thank somebody for getting there. I'm, I'm sick of I the RG3 just, is Superman stuff. I, I think it's just intolerant. This guy seems to have a problem with an interracial relationship here. Well, the, to the, bring that up, he, I think it's just intolerant. It, it, he he said, uh, first of all, it would come down to this. Did these, you know, what is your reason for dating? Is this another way of moving up? You know what I mean? I, I don't know if I would call that intolerance. And again. I, I think RG3 is great. The fucking uh, a whole year has surprised and shocked me. I couldn't believe he's doing as good as he is. I don't like the socks thing. He no, has to wear designer s- socks it's a, everywhere. And like it's, fun, fun patterns. Superman don't, socks. Now, don't you find that white nerdy yeah. over black? I'll tell you something he's else, too. I found vest in this picture. And plus, yeah. his, his hairstyle is a little bit gay. Yeah. He's, well, I think he's a gay guy. The weird thing about braids is, do you notice that you never see that outside of football? You never walk down the street and run into black dudes with braids. It never no, happens. Except in, if they're in Color Me Bad. <laughs> I mean, but for some reason, all these guys in pro football love to wear braids. Yeah. It's a terrible look. Well, I'm not opposed to... You know, there, there's a guy on the Knicks who is just like a bench player mm-hmm. who's doing the old school fucking flat top. I think that's a great look. Like the 80s flat top. Yeah. Like, like a kid and play type yeah. of thing. And no one can remember whether it was kid or play. That's the thing about kid and play. You just call both of them kid and play. Yeah. Walker. I don't find it as horrifying for a black person to go, hey, is this guy remembered where he came from? That's totally legit. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know. Uh, Italians have always done it absolutely. when they act like somebody, you know, uh, there were people who got pissed at the Sopranos, that Italian league and all. And then other Italian Americans were yelling, "You're ashamed of your Italianness. Yeah. This is where we right. came from." And as a redhead person, I hate it when Conan O'Brien makes self-deprecating redhead it's all jokes. He does. And I'm it's like, all he "Hey, does. Dick, oh, yes. you're the most famous redhead guy in America. Yeah. Can you please just pretend that so you're you, cool? You feel like a minority with the redheads. Definitely. You feel like we're all in definitely. this together. I definitely do. And, and Conan, you know, hey, I'm a fucking, you know, a freaking <laughs> shit, you know, whatever. <laughs> that is true. He does that. It's like, I've heard that joke. Hey, I'm a freaking <laughs> shit. <laughs> but like, I no. remember a lot of redheads were mad at you when you crossed the color line and you married a non-redhead. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I was interested in the redhead. You married up. I did. I, mar- I married a brunette. Now, your kids... Are they red hair? Well, the daughter is, yeah. and the son is not. That's a blessing. He's going to be Lucky. a brunette. Yeah, He's the like best. blondish now, but he's going to yeah. be a brunette probably. That's a blessing because red-headed girls are fantastic. Yeah, I mean... Everybody loves them. They do. They do. Red-headed people, when, when we grow up, it's everyone... And we, we, we all look like a, a, each other. Apparently, I look like Eric Stoltz, Axl Rose, and Louis C.K. I don't know how that's possible. But racism. I look like every, yeah, it is. It's fucking RG3 shit. <laughs> Throwing back into Dave Mann's face. And I'm sick of it. 
See, that's why I think now you can say that no one's going to call you a race baiter or whatever. <laughs> but the truth is, black people still in this country, they can't say something like this without everyone fucking coming down and acting like ESPN is suddenly Matt Drudge or something. Yeah, and isn't it like a little, I mean, a lot of black guys have white. Uh, girlfriends or wives mm -hmm. what's you know that's that's a little bit weird i mean that's the only thing that's a little bit weird i don't think it's race baiting but like if this guy's upset that rg3 is a white girlfriend well he feels like he's moving up that, i think that was his thing <laughs> i just think that she's she's oh. not good looking enough for him this guy's gonna be a fucking star by, by the way Rob parker who's uh doing a disservice to black people because by... the best thing you can do is whiten up no, <laughs> that's how you move up in the world. You get whiter and whiter. Here's a successful black quarterback in the NFL. Yes, but and how why, did why he try to get black people to turn on him? Well, no one's turning on him. They're just saying, is he giving back enough? Be blacker. Is, is he involved in the community that he came from? He, he start talking in ebonics. Like, like, let's suppose there was some fucking kid from Arkansas, from a really, you know, kind of poor version of Arkansas. And then he gets suddenly pulled up into the big leagues, pick a sport, doesn't matter. And his main thing is, I'm never going back to Arkansas. Fuck everywhere I came <laughs> from. And look at me now. Yeah. I'm drinking tea with my pinky out. Be, you know the people in Arkansas would be saying bullshit. Yeah, rightfully so. They should yeah. be fucking pissed. Who are you, Beverly Hillbillies all of a sudden? <laughs> you That's got a Bill fucking Clinton story. <laughs> Bill Clinton fucking always plays to his Arkansas roots, stuff From a place, a little place called Hope. A little place called and Hope. Then, then they found out there. that he, he lived 10 miles from Hope, Arkansas. Yeah, he made up his fucking town. What is he supposed <laughs> to say? I'm from, from a little place called Dogfuck? <laughs> he wouldn't have gotten elected. It's great. Um, here is uh, Luke. Luke, you're on the Run of Fez show. You know, maybe you'll... Uh, oh, happy holidays, guys. Maybe... Uh, you can say Merry Christmas to us, dude. Maybe RG3 ought to go drown a couple dogs in a 55-gallon drum or stab somebody in a nightclub, and that'll satisfy the guy. Uh, good point. No one ever asks if Mike Vick is black enough for anything. <laughs> no. He is. They, That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> a, very, a very quick, maybe even a little too black. <laughs> Say <Same> black people. <laughs> maybe even a little too black. But Obama got this same yeah. kind of stuff. They all get Brian Gumble. Like, what's he so fucking supposed to do? He's a broadcaster. You know, no. was he supposed to fucking rap on the he, goddamn t t Today Show? But did you ever notice, because even Oprah will do this, where she gets a little more street when Absolutely. she has other black people. Yeah. And I think that's what they, you know, that's what this guy is talking about. I don't think it's race baiting. I don't think it's anything more than a conversation. <laughs> that's what I'm honestly saying. That if you... if. There's certain things because they make people uncomfortable that we can only push them inside or whisper them. What is wrong with this being discussed I, I on a show? I agree with you because I think it's good just to talk about race. Did you see the Russian uh, player, not Sharapova, but whatever her name is? And she, um, there was, she was in Australia, and she's friends with Serena Williams. Right. But anyway, for like a fun little tennis match exhibition thing, she put. Uh, Padding in her in her breasts yeah. and then in her ass, a right. lot of padding in her ass, and people were calling her racist for making fun of black people, and she was like horrified. She's like, "I fucking I'm friends with Serena Williams." Here's what she's saying: Serena has big tits and a big <laughs> right. ass. That's it. That's Why it. is that a negative? That's what she was saying. <laughs> yeah, 
was it about black people? She wasn't fucking dressing up like Ted Danson. Now, you know, here's the funny thing. Everyone who's got a sister with big tits or a big ass has put a t-shirt down their pants and said, who am I? You know what I mean? Because that's what you do yeah. when you're close to it's someone. Look for it, but this really isn't about her racism. I think it's about the rest of our racism. As a matter of fact, this guy brings up a thing, and if you find yourself so horrified and this can't be talked about, then you really need to do a little reflection. That's that's what I think is that, like we should be talking about this more, you know, a, a lot more, so that people don't get so sensitive to it. Right. But I think this is a great look with the uh, fucking Russian tennis player. Yeah, I think she should do it every <laughs> fucking match. That's awesome. So why do you think here, even in 2012? That we get so fucking appalled if anyone still brings up race. And by the way, uh, I wish Earl was here with us today because a lot of black people have busted his balls his whole life because he likes rock music. Despite the fact that right. rock and roll comes from black people. Exactly. I think that white, I mean, there's a lot of guilt still, whether you could say it's white re guilt, religion, yeah. or whatever, or that we come from puritanical roots going all the way back to the 1600s. I don't, you know, I think that's what it is. And so it's like, well, we feel guilty. So, but in, in effect, that's actually racism to treat black people like they, 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 they don't have, t you know, thick skin. To, to treat them like uh, they're, they're children almost. Well, and we, uh, you can't a lot of times of I think it's a, it's, a ref, uh, it's afraid of what reaction will get. So you suddenly go into, oh, my God, no. Oh, yeah. oh, that could no. Oh, right. this is horrible. And it becomes that little white thing of yeah. how do I it's all make bullshit. sure I look like a good because person. You should hear the shit me and Pepper were sitting in the elevator last night. Oh. <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> Not just black people. Speaking of which. It's a lot of people. This actually was a very weird elevator thing for me. So... <laughs> I leave here uh, too close to the party last night, so I go. I, I want to see you. But. I go. Well, first of all, no. And <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought you were gonna stay around. I'm gonna introduce you to Roy Shaver. He came. Oh, new Ron made his way into here. Uh, so I go moving through the lobby as quickly as possible, and there's Christmas music playing. They're setting the show, and up. The, all the liquors being set up, and the food. And I'm trying to like look at it, but not make eye contact with everybody. So I can get. <laughs> I go busting through, and I hit the fucking thing. And right then, the elevator opens up, and that never happens. Right, I nice. jump right in, and as I'm going down, I'm on a shaky elevator, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to get out. And see myself when I was nine years old at Christmas. This is my fucking Scrooge moment. And then it actually had me thinking, what did Scrooge do? He did not want to party with the people at work. By the way, and this is a true fact, and this is what kind of make you, makes you guys look bad. In history, the air personalities do not show up. You know, it's a big night for the interns, yeah. the accountants, the salespeople. Yeah, we, were, we, we, we looked around. We were the only people who were on microphone there. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to be at that yeah. party because people get drunk and tell you what they really, you know, you don't even know my name, do you? You don't know what I do here. I cornered, I cornered Rob Cross at one point. See? That, nice. And fucker, I'm here five days a week. You got a thousand channels on serious, dude. <laughs> see, Can't put David Mack on one of the goddamn channels. And then, see, this is the thing. If Rob has an obligation. He has to show up and take that. <laughs> 
but I guarantee you his stomach was in knots for three days leading up to that and thinking to himself, how long do I have to stay? Right. Because someone's going to tell me something about the music or air shifts or where the company went wrong. It's terrible, but the the managers do have to show up for it. And they, they put up with that shit from people that never say it all year long. Yeah. No. Never say, you know what we should be doing? And people act insane. There was a guy who, uh, I think it was in England, 46-year-old Christmas party, who um, you know wanted to be the life of the party and, and got in the middle of a circle and did Gangnam-style dance no. and had a heart attack and died in front of his wife. Good. And, and, and the kids were there, I think. Good. He just ganged him styled and fucking had a heart attack. Yeah, because he's all liquored up and he's ganged him styled <laughs> what a and everybody. Jerk. What a dumb way to die. <laughs> There's so many dumb ways whoa, to die. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> all you want to do is pray you don't die stupidly. <laughs> so people go, I got a funny story. A friend of mine died when. What? <laughs> so we're agreed RG3 is has turned on his own race. He's crackery. No. He's crackery. I don't I I and I honestly don't think he, he has and I think he's a, a fucking good dude and all. I like but him. But I don't think that that question is so horrible that you can't ask it. And Fez, you have no problem acting like a gay person's first thought should be gays and gay rights. You have zero problem with that. And you think that way because of people like Harvey Milk and that you've got to respect on how you finally get accepted. And I, I don't have any problem with you thinking that way. But then you should look at uh, Rob Parker Jr. here and say, <laughs> I get it. You know what I mean? You should not take away his freedom to go, why isn't this guy back in the community? Why isn't he giving back a little bit? What's Rob Parker? I mean, first of all, Rob Parker, that's a pretty white name. Rob Parker? It's a game show host I don't know name. too many brothers. It's probably a slave owner's name, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> Parker is where it came from. Like, what's who, who, but what's he let's do? go back through what athletes had to do. When Fez is saying, you don't have to do this. Yeah. Muhammad Ali had to walk the cause. Yep. The great Lou Alcinda yeah. could have went on forever with that name. And he walks the political thing every single day. But by, you're right. By the time it got to Michael Jordan was the first to say and now, this is all mines. Right. And look at the size of my house, and I don't give a shit if there's still poverty or whatever. He didn't care I'm pulling all the fucking chips in front of me. He's like a Nintendo character. He's like a cartoon. To me, it's straight Animal Farm. When you read Animal Farm when you were a kid, when the fucking pigs start walking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, then they start yeah. acting like humans. Then that, that's the point of this. You, you, I, I don't see the, 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 again, I don't see what's wrong about just talking about race because I think we need to still talk about it. We talk about it less, I think, than ever. Because we act problem. like we're post racism. Oh, that's not in true. In the meantime, a little Gabby, uh, Douglas came in here and she was getting busted from everywhere <laughs> and she was just a little girl. I mean, literally what, a little girl. Teen year old black girl at the time. Yeah. I remember because they're fucking, because of her hair. Yeah, they were fucking just tearing her apart. Flying squirrel. Yeah, they yeah. were all on her shit. Squirrel. What the fuck? When she came in here, she was just adorable. I I could see. And our interns were just like, I'm so happy. I would be. I love the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched all of uh, Abby Douglas. I loved her. I hated that fucking other crying bitch who couldn't get it done. <laughs> the smirky face. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know she was supposed to win all the gold medals. Here comes fucking Abby Douglas destroying her. By the way, Ant got in a little Twitter beef when the Twitter cunts came down on him for running the time clock on <laughs> the legalities. 
Uh, can I just say real quick, I heard the last half hour yesterday, I wanted to call up, but I was on the bus, and uh, I loved the, what you were talking about with the uh, Benefit concert, because, I, I don't know, I watched it, I DVR'd it, I fucking loved it. Yeah. I don't know why people are need to complain. For people to complain about the Rolling Stones playing two songs, for to, to me, they fucking were great. I don't know if my sound was different on my TV. I thought it I sounded good on mine, sound. too. I have surround good. sound, yeah. so I use the bass and shit. They sound great. And then for people, well, they only played two songs. Well, who, they played two songs. Right. Like, that's the, the problem. Everyone looks at things half empty. So if the Stones weren't there, you would be happier? You got two songs. Not only that... One of them is fucking Jumping Jack Flash. <laughs> I know. Maybe the greatest rock and roll yeah. song of all time, and you get to see it. I, got, I thought it was great. So I went on that thing of because, for me, I ended up seeing a lot of blues guys when I was a kid, mainly because of the Stones and Clapton saying, you know, go make sure you get to see these guys. Yeah. And I got to see them in, you know, some of them in clubs, and they were always old, and they were always just fucking great. <laughs> right. So I have no problem with... The fact kids today get to see Clapton and Jagger and McCartney, I think is fucking amazing. But I got email, yeah, I'll just say it's shower bench, fucking fez <laughs> big thing. Uh. Of that it's such a youth based thing and we want to see them young. These That's are the important. original guys. We don't even know if it's youth based because these are the guys that broke it. Why would they stop doing it? I don't it? get that. So should Scorsese not have made the departed? Because he's older, is everyone supposed to stop doing stuff? And when they're thirty-five years old, just everyone has to stop. Logan's That's, run. This is fucking retarded. It's art. You can still make great shit forever. Yeah, Picasso was made some pretty amazing stuff in his later years. Yeah, and uh, you know the and Paul, I don't Paul think, with Nirvana thing but I I do awesome. kind of think it's great of that generation, that sixties generation. That their parents thought that they were weirdos, and now the kids think that they're weirdos. <laughs> it's kind of fucking cool. They're so irritating, that whole 60s things, because everybody wished that they were there in the 60s. Yeah. And for some reason, that turns into almost a fucking hate thing. You know? That's right. A lot but of I agree with you. And the Nirvana thing, the fact that they came out and were like, what is this song? And they're fucking killing it with Paul. I and I'm it was amazing. all day. Everybody's like, Paul McCartney is an embarrassment. He's going to shit on this thing. And that was fucking great. He was incredible. Helter yeah. Skelter was amazing. Oh, man, well, was first nice. of all, that band that he's playing with now, he's That's put together. been his band for a while now. Yeah, that, you know? that thing. Well, I saw remember, Paul in 2000. Those two guys yeah. were his. And the big fat drummer guy, was, they yeah. were there back in 2000. But I'm saying, right now, that's a well-oiled machine. That's right. I it's mean, basically they, his fucking uh, wings at this yeah. point. But if Wings was like really <laughs> yeah. fucking. Cool, cool. Yeah, cool. If, if Wings didn't have mullets. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I mean, I thought I thought the Who was good. I loved Roger Waters. I mean, Roger Waters and Eddie Vedder. My fucking, I was ready to chop my dick off. I was actually even talking about that today. I'm like, I don't know what it is about Eddie Vedder because you won't say he's one of the great voices of all time, but when he did that song, it was. I don't think it was as good, you know, like as pure whatever. But there was so much fucking soul in the middle right. of a Pink Floyd song. That it just fucking slayed. Yeah, I think that's what Eddie's biggest thing is. His emotion is like, he's like a fucking... Real passion. He's a method actor of yeah. singers. And that's what the fans love about him. As a Pearl Jam fan, that's what I, I love about him. He can't hit high notes like Freddie Mercury, right. but he's, he's he, he has it. 
Did you Man, like, better say Oh, who the fuck is this guy? Did you like this? Hey, I got more white music for you. Did you like this, that better, or the Van Morrison version of Comfortably Numb better? I think I, I'm going to go right now with the Pearl Jam version because okay. the uh, it was a little precious, that fucking Van Morrison thing. It was a little <laughs> too isn't this great the whole time it was happening. Okay. Where this just felt like it was off the cuff. Yeah. But I might be just, you know. No, I, I saw um, Pearl Jam in 96 at Randall's Island, and I knew he was a Floyd fan because he did um, Another Brick in the Wall Part 2. But then for some reason, in the middle of the song, he took out duct tape and started to tape himself Good. up and like Good. literally his whole body until his mouth was covered. And See, he that's sing. the wall. That's the wall. Don't you get it? So it's a very cheap version. I gotta of- be honest. I didn't get it. <laughs> everyone else, no one else got it either. Well, like, we were like, "What the fuck is going on here?" I just gave you so the what? symbolism. They did not have the money to build that whole set. <laughs> that's so true. he duct taped himself. All right, now I get it. I should have been smarter. I wish you would have asked me years ago. I could have taken care of this twelve years ago when I met you. Well. You weren't there. Um, all right. What else is happening out there? Oh, this is actually a good story, and it's up on the iBank today. They finally, we give a, a woman an award, uh, and I think it's the Gershwin Award for lifetime songwriting. We've never done this with a woman before, which is kind of uh, stunning, but uh, the great Carol King uh, picked up one of these awards, and I was going over it. some of these songs that she wrote at the Brill Building because everybody knows her from Tapestry. But she wrote like a lot of that girl group stuff and shit. She wrote so many great songs. Uh, go over some of the songs, Hicks. So far away, great it, song. It's too late. One fine day, will you love me tomorrow? Up on the roof, Pleasant Valley Sunday. Hmm. You've got a friend, the locomotion. Whoa! I feel the earth move, jazz man, and you make me feel like a natural woman. She wrote the locomotion. Yeah, man, Shit. she was writing that. She was a songwriter at the Brill Building over here around the corner for years before she started singing. I had no idea she wrote that. Yeah. So she used to write in those things where it was like a little hit factory, and they would come down the hall like, "We need something for these girls from the Bronx." Yeah, I mean, the locomotion's been like a hit. I think I think something for like four different artists. Oh, at least you know, including Kylie Minogue and the other people. So she finally love that song. <laughs> yeah, me too. The, most of these songs I love. Yeah, I want to find this one song that's one of my favorite, and I can never remember the name of it. She's a talented uh, chick. You well, know. the thing is that I would always say that I was a Laura Nero fan because uh, you have to somehow just go, oh, they're both Jewish girls from New York. Right. So let's compare them and pick your uh, favorite. Uh, look up a song called Don't Know Nothing. Don't Say Nothing Bad About My Baby. It's this like old 60s fucking song. She wrote that, which I didn't even know. And it's so crazy. When did she die? 79, 80? Oh. Carol King? King's still around. Oh, wait, yeah. I'm thinking Tour. of the other one. I'm thinking of the other one. Laura Nero died. Yeah. Let's have. Don't say nothing bad about my baby. Oh, no. Don't say nothing bad about my baby. I love him so. Don't say nothing bad about my baby. Oh, don't you know? Don't say nothing 
This song is so fucking great. <laughs> The Cookies is the name of this band. He's true. He's true to me. So, girl, you better shut him And see, those, like, I mean, we were talking That's about cool. the, the race thing. That was like these white kids working with black kids, and no, and people were like, this is fucking dangerous. Yeah. They, these people shouldn't be hanging out together. Uh, we got a, a poll up on the iBang favorite Carol King song. What's leading right now, Ben? Right now, it's a tie between "You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman" and "Will You Love Me Tomorrow." Both great songs. And I don't it's know too what I pick. It's too late. It also has seventeen percent. What would you pick? What would you pick, David Mack? It's too late. What about you? You make me feel like a natural woman. That's such a fucking strong Fezzy. What would you pick? Um, I. I wouldn't know what to pick. I can't tell one from the other. You really don't know these songs? <laughs> yes, you do. These are classics. You know them. No, I mean... You've heard these songs before. <laughs> I, maybe the natural woman thing... You know the way. natural woman thing? That's fucking Aretha Franklin. What is your... Seriously, I know you say that you don't listen to music. I don't listen to music. I don't but you know, know these songs. Come you know on. natural woman. It's the, probably yeah. the greatest fucking American song ever. I'm sure I've heard Pleasant Valley Sunday. That's what? the fucking monkeys. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> And here's the great thing when you go over these songs. They all, they're, they're, they're in such different genres. They're so different. It's all over the fucking yeah. place. Yeah, they really. This Carol Listen King is this. something else. By the way, Fez, this is a big gay song. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to feel so uninspired. You know, you don't feel this song for real. No, I honestly don't. I don't. Wait till the horns come in. I don't in. understand yeah. what other people feel. Lord, it made me feel so tired. Before the day I met you, life was so unkind. You're the key to my peace of mind. Cause you make me feel. Anything you make me feel. No, I mean, it's just a song. He's thinking of the, um, you know, laundry detergent commercial that used yeah. this. This is more than a jingle. This is amazing. This to is me, I, I to would... me, any song is just as good as a jingle. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> if, the Mentos fucking song. Let me is tell you, <laughs> if aliens came here long after we destroyed ourselves, and all they found was a CD of this, they would say to themselves, "Well, they did something with their society." Mm. Listen to this fucking song, Fazir. Really? I'm no longer doubtful of what I'm living for. And if I make you happy, I don't need to do more. Cause you make me feel. You make me feel. You make me feel like a natural woman. Woman. Listen to this, Fez. Wanna be 
Seriously, nothing? Nothing. I mean, I mean, I'm being totally honest. It just sounds like like a cheer to me. She says it, and the other what singing, the, fuck? the other singers repeat it back. No, it's not even so much this music. You really just don't get music. Here's yeah, I'm not picking on this woman. One time, I I had to take this uh, trip with Fez, and uh, I go put something on the radio. And he went to a news station. <laughs> and I'm not even talking like a, a fucking, uh, like a, a call-in show where people just, I mean, just straight reading of news, like 10-10 wins. Oh. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, you know, putting on the radio. <laughs> That's not the radio, dude. We want to sing in each other's faces. <laughs> All right, put, put this up. This is for the monkeys. Oh my God. This is so fucking great. Mickey was my favorite, by the way. All, all f- funny boys like Mickey best. Yeah, I like them. So, Fez, you've never had a piece of music move you? No. No, not, not like other people seem to be moved by it. That's well, how are, and you're, I mean, my funeral could be music-free if you need it to be. <laughs> it's going to be probably fucking mourner-free. <laughs> Sad. Coffin free. I think it's one of the reasons why you struggle with depression and stuff like that is because you don't have that fucking place to go. You don't have a way to enjoy this. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't enjoy it. I would never sit there and put any of these songs on. Do you know this to, song by the monkeys? I yeah, this song I've heard of, yes. Heard of. Heard of. Like there was a rumor about it going around. Oh, I heard that song. It was a Pleasant Valley Sunday song being done. But like this part, it just... It's great. It just sounds like noise to me. It's like a, it's like a loud humming. You're like my dad. <laughs> yeah, only my dad would be like, God damn the monkeys! But, it's just noise! But doesn't he have some music that he enjoys? Yeah, I'm not he, saying that everybody... Does, but it's, you know, Nat King Cole. I've only heard from one other person that had the same viewpoint as Fez, and that's Alexis Stewart, and she's also joyless. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, like, she's miserable. If you can't find the joy in music, where are you going to find it? She's fucking... There's unlimited money, and she doesn't like fucking music or really anything else. And I think when you listen to music, you're going to a, an entirely different part of your brain than you ever do. Yeah, Just I mean, think if Fez doesn't experience music uh, or like painting, he doesn't like the visual arts, and has never had sex. And then he sits around. There, I mean, that's just three places right. in your brain that I'm you not go. I'm not sure if Fez is a big movie fan either, because I, I, I lent him Taxi Driver. He never watched it. <laughs> no, and he no. kept the DVD. When we were finally, he's getting admit, around to it. <laughs> he talked about this thing of saying that, yeah, I might look at that movie, not watch it, but look at it. <laughs> and I, you, you talk about wrapping fucking duct tape around yourself. <laughs> um. I mean, that Pleasant Valley Sunday, as it was ending, it just sounded like it was droning on. <laughs> well, that's that's it, really it's hard to It's a tune out. I mean, about. even if you gave me a... If, I, if, if I put on a song in my apartment, it would be over, and I wouldn't even have realized that it played. You've never put on music in your apartment? No. That's fucking crazy. And it, it, the, a song would just be done, and it'd be such a tune out, such a... You don't have an iPod? Or no. an iPhone? 
Oh, Fez. I couldn't live without mine. I, I don't know. So when you take a, the tram or the bus or the subway or whatever here... You don't listen to anything? No, I don't listen to you anything on a road trip. Oh, my God. He sits there like putty. Psychotic. That's fucking Kevin Spacey from Seven <laughs> shit. Yeah, he is. I mean, it's like when we get around to trying to fix Fez, there's so many places that you have to go. Do you have fingerprints, Fez? He's got fingernails yeah. in a bag. <laughs> Nothing here. This is uh, this is Davey Max. This is my. I you love know this. What? You know I didn't even realize it was playing until you said <laughs> nothing from this. Holy shit. <laughs> now, see, I wouldn't have a problem if he says, I hate this, I like jazz. I hate this, I like classical yeah. music. Because then you would still have a place to go, you know? <laughs> a like, preference. Yeah, if someone goes, I don't listen to any music but metal, I get it. This, this is what they decide that they like, and they just keep wanting to go back to it. Some country music fans are the same way. I tend to go all over the fucking place because there's it, so many. There's, By the way, there's so many songs that just slay me. I right. don't even know how I get around to picking. It honestly all sounds the same to me. Except, alright, this is softer than something than some sort of metal song. You know, or a country song. It's still noise, but it's like twangy noise. <laughs> alright, so you are hearing a difference between the sounds. I think this is what your shrink should be working it's on. It's a with frightening. You. It's a. This is a frightening thing here. Um. By the way, the, the Carol King. When you look down at these things, we have it up on the iBank today to pick your favorite. Uh, it's almost insane to think that they would, if they had a songwriting prize, to wait this long, uh, because it's impossible. To me, to think to yourself, to listen to this other than to think genius. Um, Bruce, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, you know, it's, it's almost like Ricky Lee was saying yesterday that, you know, to be the woman, there's only room at the table for one woman, and to be that woman means you really fucking stand out. And I went back and listened to that yesterday, like I told you I was going to, about the, the sympathy, mm -hmm. and, and I really... After listening to it again, it was still a little bit off to me, but I really could feel the emotion and, and pain and, like, soul in it. And, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense. That you, don't, you don't get that at all, Fez, that, that, that she was, like, releasing something? No, really I don't understand music. No, I know that you guys really enjoyed it, but I didn't have a connection to it. Oh, man. You don't find yourself tapping your foot along to music or bobbing your head or never, never. It's just if anything, I'll just go a little bit more catatonic. <laughs> like a rape is happening. What do you think when you see people getting into music? Um, he thinks we look like a bunch of jerks, Ronnie B. I, I, I don't. That's yeah, what he thinks. I don't. I, I honestly think that uh, in most cases. People are just like, oh, I'm into that because I'm supposed to be. <laughs> so, like, like going along with other people. Like, it's just, like, I think there's more people like me than, than folks realize. That just <laughs> there would have to be. That's because I've only met two. <laughs> Seriously, I've only met two people in my life who don't like some kind of music. None of it. it, it like, fucking Lex Stewart. It's just noise to her. 
It's what guys are saying. They're the same in this. I mean, I've seen people moved by music and thought to myself, really, this does it for you? You know, like this song is your song. I get that. But I also, I would never even want to take that away from them. Like when little girls, like, I guess it's One Direction right now. Yeah. I think it's fantastic because that kind of opens kids up to a lifetime of it, you know? It's always kind of funny when the grown people get mad. One Direction sucks. What There's always care? been a One Direction. <laughs> yeah, so pussy. Why do you care? Why are you so mad? It's been around forever. <laughs> that there's always been that guy. That, but uh, the good thing about it is, it is playing into that, that. That makes the little girls like it even more. Yeah, and, you then, know? and then they'll grow up and they'll get into other shit. But you know, we were at Pepper's a uh, fucking freak show of, of an apartment last night. And he was, that's all he was doing was playing uh, music for us. And yeah. well, you know what? We had a ball. Two guys. He doesn't have a fucking working television. <laughs> right. So two guys just sitting around listening to music. And smoking fucking Drinking. Pot. And that, that, was, that was a fucking First blast. First of all, that's all me and my friends ever did when we were growing up. Yeah. No one had a TV in their there room. There was? No. Everybody had a stereo in their room. Right. And that's what... Yeah. Pepper lives in 1975. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> he doesn't have a working television, people. Hey, and, you know what, though? And we I had a blast. So many kids I know don't, though. They just fucking watch their computer. Yeah, I'm hip. That's right. But we weren't even watching shit. We were just listening to music. I was very happy he played some Bob... D- I didn't think Pepper liked Bob Dylan. No, he loves him. He never joins in the con- the Davy Mac Ronnie you're, B you're, conversations. You're always attacking me about the Bob Dylan thing. <laughs> what the fuck? Say he puts on Bob Dylan because he thinks he's supposed to. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> is he not oh, because he Davey wants Mac to impress me. The, yes, he doesn't want to impress me. He, he, he his fucking farted in my face for five years. But you're saying, Fez, he thought. Davey Mac is here. I'm going to use this reference point, and yeah. then we'll both look at each other and say we're cool. Yeah, Yo, exactly. You know how drunk we were? We've been drinking for eight hours. I think I, gave, I have any thoughts going through my head. Besides, let's get more fucked up. He'd be better off getting a nice couch. <laughs> that would impress Dave more. Yeah. Getting some fucking artwork. He's got one weird fucking <laughs> poster of uh, Affirmed, the last horse to win the Triple Crown, yeah. wearing a tuxedo. And, and, and a Warren Zevon poster, and the rest of it is fucking bare ball, <laughs> bare walls, and weirdness. Gary, you're on the Run of Fez show. Oh yeah, how you doing, fellas? Good. good to hear you, Dave. Uh, yeah. Fez, did, did your parents ever listen to music in the house growing up? My uh, parents were just nothing but country music. I don't really care for it today, but when I hear it, it brings me back. I get emotions, I get feelings for it. I, I just don't understand. I, I can relate to yeah. that, too, because my dad would listen to, to some Tennessee Ernie Ford record. <laughs> and I know that he enjoyed it, but even as I was a little kid, I'm like, I don't know why he's into this. And now when I hear those fucking songs, it does make me feel good because it brings all that back. Yeah, my parents, we never had music on in the house. If it was, it was some sort of Christian music. What about Christmas music? No. Oh, my no. God. And my yeah. older brother, Corky, I know uh, a lot of you guys say, like, you got influenced by your brothers. I never heard Corky listen to music. That could have something to do with it. Yeah. I had, like, literally, the. I mean, this freaked me out when I saw it, the almost famous scene of getting into your older siblings' albums. Yeah. Uh, if my brother fucking left the house, I went through all those fucking yeah. albums. All right. We had a, a record player which was sounded much better than a cassette player. My brother you had a whole shitload of albums, even mm. the Quadrophenia, which I think the kid right. looks at in the movie and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I basically had the 1027 Rock Vault, 
in my fucking thing with three older brothers, and all of them had slightly different tastes. Right. They weren't all, there was Bruce, you, you too, but there was Zeppelin, there was The Who, and it was the best. Yeah, that's know? all that classic rock that you get introduced when you're a yeah. kid. And what's weird is like kids do now. Like, Coke, come on in here. I'm sure you're on the same fucking wavelength because he's a Dylan guy. And now, why do you think Kokomo, who's, you know, a completely different, let alone not even completely different generation from Dylan, but a completely different generation from Dave? Yeah. Why would Kokomo sen- suddenly say, I love Dylan? Because it's the cool thing to say. <laughs> Jesus. What about when you see people like drumming along to a song? Oh, that I I think that's totally fake. I think that's <laughs> wait, just. Wait, I think that's. L- look at me. Look at me. I'm into music. <laughs> but are you are you are you aware of the fact that they're the, that they're finding the beat of the song? I I have no idea if they are or not. I mean, I can't tell that. But I don't think so. I think it's just. Hey, look! I look how much I love music. It's like trying to outdo the next person. What about people by pl- drumming along? What about people who play music? Yeah, I do that all the time because uh, I'm an actual drummer. Do you, do you like people who play music? The uh, actual artists? Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to hate them for picking up a guitar, but I, I don't get what's right. in their head. Here we go. Since, since both of you guys are drummers, let's just go to a simple drum song. Go to Wipeout so you can see them both oh, yeah. keep the beat and see that it's happening for a reason. It's not just banging on a on a fucking... Table, you get that right. Oh, you get that they're not just banging. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, I understand that they're trying. It's not that they're trying; they're actually. Oh yeah. This is how. This is where music comes. I'm dominate from. this, like Keith Moon. Moss is gonna dominate it. That's my. He, did he, you cry like with John the Keith Bonham. Moon part the other night? I did. He was yeah. my favorite, even though um, he, I was one years old when he died. Keep <laughs> yourself buttoned down. I don't know why that was so sad to me. I loved it. Keith Moon was the best. Just slamming the table. They're not slamming the table. Look how they're both doing the exact same thing. And they're not looking at each other listening to the music. I'm looking at Seth Wiley, baby. (laughs) (laughs) He's my Mona Lisa. To me, that's just like a... If someone showed up at a party and did a card trick. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucking funny. Well, a card trick is something to do, though. I know. <laughs> I know. Actually, I, I love it when someone shows up with a card trick. I love card <laughs> tricks all the time. He's, he's getting mad at fucking David Blaine over here. <laughs> David Blaine levitating shit. Uh, Doug, Doug, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, I, I feel so sad for Fez. Come on, how can you not feel... Wonderful tonight. I I don't get it. I don't feel it. I don't feel what you people say you're feeling. You say you people like you mean blacks. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Here's uh, Brian. Brian, you're on the run of Fez show. Fez, do you get excited when that TV theme song comes on for your t- favorite TV show? 
I mean, it just, I may get excited for the TV show. I don't get excited for the song. Remember when you and your brother made up the parody of The Facts of Life? <laughs> yeah, but that was to How make fun of fat go? girls. How did that song go? You take the black, you take the white, you take the fat, you take the dyke. Oh, my Whoa. God. Anti-gay. 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 What happened? I got hit with him. Well, you know, we got... Eat that pussy fast! That mob went crazy. Eat that fucking pussy fast! Scissors Fucking lobster! I don't know. That's it. I'm just making out. Grab people. Here's Keith in California. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yo. Yeah. Hey, so we're... I've been a drummer since I was four, and my mom and my sister still to this day coming to me, and I'm 43 now. Hey, what's hot? What's hot lately? What are you guys into? And I'm showing him the black keys and Dylan, you know, bootlegs. And how could he not be turned on by somebody? Just anybody. No, there's there's no one that I would ever put on. There's no like CD that I feel like I have to go out and get or learn about someone's past music history. Even beyond all that, even beyond just like totally throwing yourself into it. There's no song out there that just makes you feel good in the way that I don't know how to explain. Happy birthday. Yeah, how right. feeling good. A warm Happy night. birthday. Yeah, yeah, but I I I, I would try to even think of, of just like something, but b- right. because yeah. he doesn't go out of his way to, f- I think feelings hurt him. <laughs> that feel all feelings kind of burn and sting. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's. Uh... When you get something like a, a present, you know, you feel good. That's the way music is, just for the fucking years. I mean, you know, that kind of thing. And Does that make any sense? There's literally a song for like every point in your life, too. Like, oh, a absolutely. Song about it, you know, yeah. like, you whatever you're going it's, through. You no, know? it's the soundtrack. <laughs> it's that <laughs> soundtrack one. to your life. But there are so many songs. Uh, well, we're going to have uh, Ian Hunter on the show later today. Uh, I, I remember exactly where I was the first time I heard that song. I remember exactly where I was the first fucking time I heard Bowie ch- do changes. I'm like, mm-hmm. what has happened yeah. to the planet? What What is this fucking song? And then I was like, where can I find it again? You know, you're like a little uh-huh. kid. It's like, where else are they playing that yeah, fucking... Right. I don't know the name. I don't know the dude. But I got to fucking find out. I know this thing exists now. And I haven't ever been able to find it again because everything just kind of sounds alike. I would actually, I had a cassette player, you know, that had a radio. And I would wait by the radio. I remember waiting by the radio for Traveling Wilburys Handle Me With Care. And I was like waiting for hours. And I'm like, when the Traveling Wilburys, you press record and you have it on your tape then. And that's what I would do. And yeah, I had fucking the Cope or someone. Here's Traveling Wilburys, the brand new hit. Everybody's fucking first thing, their mixtapes always have some bad DJ. (laughs) It's always some top (laughs) 40 guys. But it was great. That was the there's, fucking fun part of it. There's so many times where I've like either just sat in my car to listen to a song or drove like an extra six miles just to like listen to a song I had heard well, before. Well, we we had fucking Ricky Lee Jones in here yesterday. Her first album, I only listened to alone because I'm like, I know fucking people are gonna have fucking have problems with yeah. this, and I don't want to hear their shit. I'm gonna fucking rock this out. And I used to drop off my chick and pop that fucking thing in. 
all the time right. because I would not going to listen to her fucking talk over it. Yeah. I just felt like she wasn't part of this. <laughs> so there are songs like that. There's songs that you want to play for everybody and songs that you're like, this is a precious song or this album takes me back. To, there's stuff with that. Some of these songs don't even mean it, but they re, they bring you back to times. You know, It's when it stops being their music and starts being yours. Because you, there's some girls connected with it, or your buddy who passed away, uh, you know, reminds you of certain songs, and that just comes back and has nothing even to do with the lyrics. That's right. When I, I when I watched, when I heard the Pearl Jam's like Even Flow for the first time, I w immediately asked my mom for a drum kit or mm. or you know what, what what can I do around the house for a drum kit? That was it right there. By I got way, so psyched. That first Pearl Jam album was also a by myself album when I would fucking listen to it. Oh yeah. That was just like you can't be with people yeah, talking already. Fucking, you know, hear a bunch of it's fucking, fucking his dad off here. Yeah, he's talking about his dad. He's going through a lot. That poor <laughs> fucking, that poor shorted pants motherfucker. None of this, huh? Nothing. No, I mean I remember back at the Fifty Seventh Street Studios, mm -hmm. like the after shows and music parties would start. Yeah, and, baby, get that drink on. And <laughs> I had no idea how you guys were. Out of the billions of songs, picking w stuff out to play. What about this? Because they, uh, it's to me, it's just one giant mass. How? How? And, and this is remarkable to me. Do you know how many songs that maybe you listened to when you were ten, and it comes on now, and you could sing along with the whole fucking thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How is that even possible? You can't. You can't memorize. You don't memorize TV shows that you watched a million times. You couldn't sit to do that. But music is a whole different part of your brain. I'll tell you something that's fucking freaky. Um, uh, I took my three-year-old son. He's a crazy-ass music fan at three. Mm -hmm. Okay? And during the summer, we saw this thing called the Fresh Beat Band, which is a kid's show, and it's a fucking nightmare. And, you know, they dress in colors. Right. And they band. Anyway, we took him to the show, and I got back home. I took a video, and I actually I took down the Fresh Beat Band music and put in the Rolling Stones' Tumbling Dice. Haven't played this song. This was, I made that, this video in July. Flash forward to yesterday. I picked him up at school. I played the Rolling Stones' Tumbling Dice, and he goes, this is the song from the Fresh Beat video. At three, hadn't yeah. played this song for him in fucking five, six months. He remembered it instantly. Which That's is, how much music yeah. means to people. Which is like, what, 20% of his life? You know what I mean? Like, it's a long fucking time for him. Dude, I was fucking shocked. I'm like, because he actually was like, you, you know, the Fresh Beat video. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. And I'm like, oh shit, I made a Fresh Beat video with the Rolling Stones tumbling dice. You're a fucking amazing little person. But that's just music, I think, you yeah. know? And how come when you see those little kids, like I, when I had to take my kids to fucking Disney and all that shit, you would see kids just come into the, they would, while they're watching the movie, they would just jump up and start dancing. They yeah. couldn't stop it. The, the kids that come here to see the, uh, their little kids' songs, mm -hmm. they go crazy. They, they throw themselves shit. against the fucking walls. And they know all the lyrics forwards yeah. and backwards. We saw Wreck It Ralph, my kids who had the song memorized, we saw it in the theater. They knew all the lyrics wow. three weeks later. It's a good movie. Well, it's okay. it was okay, <laughs> Joe, but that's not the point. Joe, you're taking this thing to the wrong place. We're not fucking talking Pixar right, shit. How about no. this, Fez? Do you have a different feeling on a rainy day than you do a sunny day? Um, do you get the fact that there's moods? If 
if anything, it would be like a different level in anxiety. But you're not happier on a sunnier day. You're not like no. It's just another day. Mm-mm-mm. Very, very, very I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind a rainy day, or I don't mind a snowy day. It's just, it's just another day. It's just whatever kind of shoes you're gonna wear. <laughs> it's just That's another true. day. Da, 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 da. It's just another day. It's kind of poetic, it, though. I don't know what that is. What kind of shoes we're, you wear? We're up, we were making up something off the top yeah. of our heads. <laughs> it worked out perfectly. <laughs> yeah, it was really it was good. A great, it's like a Kirk Crosby still the dash song over here. Yeah, the harmonies. <laughs> I think we got it. I don't think we need to do another one. There. I feel really good. <laughs> You're going wrong. <laughs> well, he is not that tight. <laughs> I'm off of the bound of myself. I hope we pass the audition. <laughs> we have a photo shoot. You bring your leather jacket. Right. You know what? The English talk is going way too long, dude. I mean, seriously. That was New Zealand. That's all we're sitting next that to Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did it. it. We, we enjoyed it. Now it's time to stop. All right. uh, Taylor, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, uh, Fez is just, he's like a non-violent serial killer. So if you like, remember the non-violent. first Non-violent. Well, somewhat non-violent, I guess. Trust me. You should have seen the thing he did for Fez <laughs> Freddy. It's practically well, No one ever forgets oh, that. Oh, wow. No one ever forgets <laughs> that. There was things getting a scarring day for everyone involved. <laughs> Kimbo, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, man, this is Kendall. Yeah, uh, I wanted to bring this all back. I, I think there's a song that can wake Fez up and, and remind him of his childhood and how great music can be. Little Harper Valley PTA. Well, here's the thing, Fez. You said you used to do a dance to that for your parents. Yeah, I never sang it. I just would shake my ass back and forth. So, you're, so to you, the whole experience was look at my ass. Yeah, it was like do a silly dance. It had nothing to do with, oh, this song was so amazing I, to me. Um, I uh, talked to Fez about that with dancing before, and he told me that, like, because he'll dance at parties and stuff. Yeah. But he says it has nothing to do with the music. He just likes to go out. <laughs> you know, if everyone is jumping around, he jumps around too and it's tries like to match. Yes. <laughs> now the guy is dancing. He has really good moves. I got a text from my wife that she reminded me that my f- kids' favorite movies, Blues Brothers, Yellow Submarine. It's it's almost, they don't like stuff without music. Right. Maybe they like <laughs> movies with colors in the title. <laughs> but, Fez, it's almost a weird, it's almost like, it's a primal thing. That, yeah, you that can't help it. That human beings love yeah. music. So to not have that is, yeah. actually, now that I think about it, it is kind of scary. I remember uh, when my little sister was like a toddler, and she was actually holding on to things. She couldn't walk on her own, and my brother was playing guitar, and she was like doing this like dance, and, her life, and we were like cracking up. And we're like, she didn't see us do this. She's too young. You know, there been any parties. She could not stop herself. Yeah. Yeah, kids is- like this. He says, yeah. He says, yeah, but. He wants to shake the ass I do right believe now. him, though. Oh, I, I do, do, I do, I do, definitely, because all the times where, when I was in the office, at least, you know, after the show and stuff, Fez had no interest in music. Even if me and Pepper would play something on the computer, there was nothing going it's on. I, I think a lot of times it would be, could you turn that down <laughs> for a second? You know, but in, in a lot of ways, Fez, you're like some, you're like a guy who had a head wound, and he can't... Maybe he did. Something's disconnected. Maybe he was dropped on his head yeah. as a baby. Fucked. That, that's why he... I was. Yes. That's why, like, a lot of times you would even think... If Fez came into a place and there was like a burn victim, he wouldn't react to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> he only reacts to if that could happen to him. And that's like, if there's a news story, whichever person he can picture himself as being, 
That's how he feels. Yes. Empathy. Not that's not that's Yeah, not, it's not empathy. There's no that's empathy. That's not one of his strong points. He doesn't have what you would call strong points. He's I, very good if someone gets knocked down of joining the the boots to the person. You enjoy that. Yeah. A I've defenseless been. victim. <laughs> <laughs> but he never likes to take somebody on. But if he finds out we all have a problem, he becomes furious. Like, fuck you, yeah. pal. <laughs> like, if suddenly we turned on Rob Cross today, he would hate Rob. <laughs> you know, because I see everyone else does. And it would never end either. It yeah. Was, it would stay. We Rob, you know fuck Cross. That's interesting. Because what you just said is he kind of like piggybacks people. Right. And at the same time, he's accusing everyone who's a music appreciator of piggybacking. Because that's the only thing that he can imagine. How do you fake right. your way through life? And that's kind of like, have you ever noticed that people who are suspicious of other people lying to them are actually the liars themselves? Right. Yeah. Thieves. Whoever smells Thieves always so. are acting like, if anyone fucking steals anything, <laughs> I'm going to go in and take a piss. Make sure nothing. You're like, why would anything be missing? Like, yeah. You know, I like, had no intention, yeah. sir. I just sitting here eating my lunch. So that's you're saying whatever that happens like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean that's usually a thing, you know, when people are like, Oh, that guy's a he's he's a selfish person. Well, well maybe you're probably selfish. But here's the thing, do you ever notice that jealous people tend to be those people yeah. who are like, Hey, I got an opportunity. I'm gonna go <laughs> I know, it's horrible. <laughs> I'm gonna go for that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so basically, Fez needs a mirror, Mister B. He needs a mirror. Uh, needs I look. don't know. It's too late. At least for the mustache, I and mean, one half of it is white, and the other half it looks good. Yeah, it's like a fucking black and white cookie. That's <laughs> yeah, it. I have been a LIGO. It's crazy. I like it uh, though. This has become Fez's latest nemesis. They used to be good buddies. Blowhard. Oh, hey, Blowhard. Hey, Fezzy. I love you, but I remember when you cried. On the air, to you don't bring me flowers and REMs. Everybody hurts. Now you were, you were going through your by those songs. So what you're saying today doesn't make any sense. It's true. It makes total it's sense. It's true. He busted you. He busted you. The detective. He busted you. No, if I uh, trust me, there's plenty of times no. I've cried on the air without music no, being involved. No, but you said that you were home that night thinking of somebody special Whoa. and hearing Everybody Hurts or the other song, <laughs> You Don't Bring Me Flowers, and you said you cried Wait. all night long. I remember that. I think Blowhard cried for You Bring Me Flowers. <laughs> I've never cried, though, think... You Don't Bring Me Flowers. That's he busted you. You did say Everybody Hurts, though. Blow, Blowhard cried for You Don't Bring Me Pizza. Oh, uh, I was just going to say, Dave, it's great to hear you back, and I miss you on the air, Dave. And by the way, you can say all those things. It's on, it's on Saturday night, 7 p.m. Today's Jersey Rich's birthday, our good buddy, so give a shout out. Ah, uh, Jersey Rich from what was uh, Crank Shaft? Crank Shaft. Drive Shaft. Sparkle Pony. <laughs> I don't know. They went Sparkle from a mirror. Yeah. And then U.S. Steel, I believe. Are you sure it's his birthday, or are you just making that up like the You Don't Bring Me? Oh, Oh, shit! Shit! Hashtag Fizz! Hashtag Fizz! I'm usually pretty honest on the air about everything, Fizz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially your homophobia. Come on. Well, oh, Jesus Christ. You know, oh, you're going to leave the apartment. All right. Oh, 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 oh
You can't turn this guy off. You got to have a good night in the laundromat tonight, sitting there by yourself, staring at the wash. Oh, shit! He got a Unbelievable the way you lie on the air and the way you killed your cat, the way you lie to your best friends. Come on. It's true, though. That is true. We wanted the truth. Maybe I'll do my laundry tonight, or maybe I'll look through the toilet for my tooth. Yeah! Oh, you fucking creep! Wait, I still have all of mine. Yeah. He's like a fucking pirate. Ah, toilet humor. Nice. Toilet humor. Speaking about your love life when you finally get one. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Talk about shit tooth. Oh, my God. Your mouth is going to be full of it. Whoa. Oh, hey. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. You just did it. You just threw out a homophobic slur. What's you homophobic a, about you it? You fat asshole. Back. You just, oh, you just oh. did it. <laughs> Thank you for proving my point. Thank you for proving my point. He is kind of fat. You were like all fat, but he's kind of fat. He is kind of fat. He is a little bit. You did it. You couldn't. You couldn't hold yourself back. No restraint, like with the donuts. No restraint whatsoever. Same bet over and over. That's the life you embrace. Because you get mad when Pepper makes a face when he talks about gay sex. True. And yet, if you put your face in a pussy, you would throw up. He does. So you do. You do that too. Gays don't. I like would never women. put my face in you. Whoa, pussy! He called him a pussy. I got it. <laughs> nice. No, I got it. I liked it. It was good. It was a good one. I thought it was hard to take the pussy. Picture of pussy. Thank you. Illustration. I know, but we're we're focused somewhere else. Harvey Milk. Uh, come on, you know, fisting, you guys do it all, and that's... Oh! Fist that dick on! Fist that fucking dick on! Wow. <laughs> but freaks to you. No, thank you for, thank you for finally play. being honest while you're on the air. I'm being very honest. And it's yes, that right. you, that you think gay people are horrible. That you you're think they're, that you think they're an aberration. That you, that. That, that you think they're just into. monsters that put their fists in each other. Thank you for finally do. admitting it's it. Oh. It's all part of the lifestyle. And when you get on Hicks's case for making faces, come on, put your face up a girl's ass. You're going to be disgusted. Even go kiss a girl, you're going to throw up. So don't give me this whole oh, homophobic if you're repulsed uh, by the opposite sex. Sure. It's a natural reaction. It's what makes us human. A man does not want to. It's, it's what makes you a homophobe. Well, I want to hear. Right. What was your thing? A man does not what? No, I'm saying a man is repulsed if he's not gay by gay sex. The same way a gay man is repulsed by heterosex. It's natural. It's, it's like so repulsed. stupid. It's, true. it's not true. True. repulsed. <laughs> you are repulsed My by brother kissing another man. I, I fucking I throw I, up I, on his I, face. I, I wouldn't want to have sex with a woman, but I'm not repulsed that... He's not. Oh, come on. ...that I hear that, you That's know... That's natural, though. Yeah. I mean, a man woman is more natural. If I hear about someone else having sex with someone... Why did we get to this point? <laughs> you know, we were having a nice music discussion. Seriously. Well, because this asshole likes to call in and... Now get to the name calling. I'm not name calling. Yeah, it's I'm true. He has a name called on you. You take the low road point. as usual because you can't have a, a, a regular... You take the low road because you can't get up the stairs to the Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Health problems. I mean, he is. He is fat. In, uh, <laughs> in Fez's defense. <laughs>
I mean, Diabetic. thank you, Dave. No big deal. Look at Spesito's stents. He's got the heart of a knight. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh my God. Dave, so ugly. We were kind of having a fun radio thing. That was, ugly. that was me. Ugly. You guys used to be best pals. You were in the same fantasy well, league. you find out exactly what someone's all about. You were in the same fantasy league. You were having well, fun. On. Yeah, Fez ruined that league, didn't he? Oh, oh, like yeah. you were ever a joy to have in it. Oh, oh come on. He no was, one ever uh, wanted to trade with you. Well, you weren't posted on Sunday. Worst trade of my life. Apparently, I got kicked out of the league because of my trade. I tried him joining Nelson last year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who had to get like 2,000 yards receiving. Thank God for Kathleen. Cruise, you knucklehead. Yeah. All right, well, look, yeah. why don't you just... I, I don't care what Fez says. I wasn't berating the gay community. I'm just talking about sexual practices that they do that I don't like because I don't. it's not my preference. That's but true. You have a preference. And you, he you want to like... Out, right? yeah. Try to justify yeah. it. Yeah, he, well, he doesn't like the gay sex. I know. He doesn't like gays. That's okay. That's what he does. No, like the important thing is you guys are still buddies. Yeah. Why do I still uh, listen to the show? If I hated gays, I wouldn't listen to you. Oh, Why would I live in New York with all the gays around me? Well, lots of Why would I work with gay people? I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I don't care what you do with your, in your bedroom. I don't care what you and Paul are Then why do. bring it up all the time? I, me bring it up all the time. Every day the show is about a gay topic. Or I'm gay. I'm going to talk about gay topics. That interests me. That's true. Why do you bring it up? Unless you've got some sort of latent thing that you're ashamed of. Maybe I, yeah, maybe no, I, I suck dick. Who knows? Right, but, well, I, but I'm secure enough in my in my in my uh, in my uh, sexuality pants. that right. I'm not going to have you know a hatred for for straights like you do. And I have never women. said I hated straight people. Who used to say in NEW, women are ugly and stupid? He, that all was fast. He uh, you did say that. You said that constantly. Women are ugly and stupid. That's I'm sorry. Stupid. I meant you. Oh, oh, come oh, that's on. A good he's one. Jesus. Oh, he's a good one. Girl. He's got baby I mean, he is yes, stupid, good. but I wouldn't say ugly. <laughs> no, he's got a baby face. Yeah, yeah, yeah he really. does. He's not yeah. ugly. Right, because just, you want me, Fez. Don't, you know. Why don't you guys just admit I'm going to go to break here, but admit that you're best friends. Anyway, I'm friends. not going to admit that. Well, at least friends. No. Come on. I, I, no, I, I ruined you. this. You're a good guy, but you got to really wake up and, you know, wake you, up and you, just. Smell a coffee. Yeah. Be honest and stop killing cats. Jesus. All right, blowhard. Good one. Good one. That's mocking. Dave, I love you, but you better shut the fuck up. Hey, hey, listen, John Rocker. If you try any more anti-gay shit, I'm going to come over there and kick you in your fat dick. <laughs> That's a compliment. That's, That's a compliment. I have a gay brother. <laughs> Take some people over to find it. All yeah. right. Me and the other fucking faggots are going to come over All there. Right. All right, Dave. I'm sticking out for you. I'm sticking out for you. Everything turned shit. It was called, That's right. It was we about music. We were talking music. about Carol King and music. We were helping Fez. Fuck, man. Fez, you got to... You, you, you don't want to burn every bridge that you have out there. And you and Blowhard are buddies. I wouldn't mind burning a bridge he's on. No. Oh. It's oh, gonna collapse shit, anyway. Man. Stop it! Now that you know what? <laughs> he's a. I mean, one thing. He is very. He's a fat guy. But I know. But he's. he's <laughs> I mean, thing. I'm just trying to. No, is right about that. If Earl had the same argument with me, and I just start going, "Well, you're black ass, and you're so black," that true. would be fucking racist. It's the crazy. same thing that Fez is doing. You're just going yeah. to one thing that has nothing to do with your discussion. That's it's, true. It's I, beneath you, Fez. And I am a fan of Blowhard. You know, I'm just. I am. We love Blowhard. Yeah, oh, I, I'm a fan. He's great. I mean, he's walking around now in a boot, and he's having a lot of. He's health. still got that boot on. Yeah, oh, he's having good. a lot of health problems, and he. I don't think him and Fez should be fighting like this. No, particularly now during winter solstice. <laughs> oh, it's not good yeah. for either of them. I mean, he still has that boot on for crying out loud. Shouldn't have parked there. I'm gonna, <laughs> 
I'm going to miss you so much. Thanks. Gonna, this fucking kid is just terrific. You guys used him too on Saturday nights. He, uh, yep, he was. Yeah. He came in. He was the most popular person on the show for <laughs> wow. a two-week really? period. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yep. And, then, awesome. and then, like Jimi Hendrix, he was gone. That's he, great. He just yeah. faded Man, out. Just, oh, dude. Just, he just died. Yeah, twenty-seven years old. I'm gonna break here. Okay. I'm gonna break. Okay. We got Davey Mac for what? You said another hour, Dave. Give me yeah. another hour. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Davey Mac on deck today. Of course, Davey Mac sports programs and. He's doing a new show called The Watchers that uh, the kids are just talking about crazy. All over they just, iTunes. They just love it. They just love it. Oh, it's just huge. No one else talks about things that they watch, but you guys do. No. Yeah. We watch things. Mm -hmm. We talk to you about what we just watched. Yeah. It's a fantastic premise. It is. <laughs> okay. My favorite guy on the fucking show is Roy Schaefer. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. He's also a great musician. <laughs> Stop texting me. Why is he going to be like that? Because I'm a big fan of the guy. I know, he is. Well, you know, these musician types, yeah. Axel, and they're very sensitive characters. I wouldn't have called him the new Ronnie B if I didn't think he was fucking fabulous. I know. But, you know... What does he think? I, I have self-loathing? That doesn't <laughs> right. exist for me. That doesn't exist. Sensitive guys. That's all. Musicians. I mean, all I, right. I'm, I'm a... Dr drummers are though. Favor. Drummers are excluded, because oh, we're just yeah, a bunch of monkeys. you're regular guys. <laughs> yeah. Regular. By the way, did you love seeing Dave Grohl the other night? I thought the Paul McCartney-Dave Grohl thing was ridiculous. Ridiculous! Thought the song fucking blew my uh, my house off. If that's great. a phrase. I'm not sure. If it that's is now. Yeah, okay. it can I mean, be. I'm, I'm not kidding here. I don't know if Nirvana ever needed Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they just go out with a different guy. It's a different special guest. All I thought of, though, and I know this sounds awful, but if Lennon was still alive, he would have been even better there because he sounded like Kurt. Yeah. Or Kurt sounded. Yeah. Like right. Him. Yeah. And and Kurt looked up to Lennon. Well, we all did. Mm -hmm. That's right. I'm best friends with his wife. Even e even Ringo looked up to John Lennon. You know, all the Beatles, except for Ringo, are in, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice, as Beatles, obviously, and as solo artists. Can't they fucking give Ringo a break? I would put Ringo in it just for those great tours that he did with different fucking <laughs> the people. The Those That was the <laughs> best fucking idea. It is. And then you he just, still does it. Yeah. Well, he, and he always does it with different people. Yeah. But all of a sudden, like, here's Joe Walsh to do three of his hits. Yay. Uh-oh. Hello, it's me. Where are we going? Philly? And all of a sudden, <laughs> we're fucking jumping into that. And that's right. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. The last uh, thing he had, he had that, what, I always forget his name, the guy with the really white hair. Edgar Winter? Yes. He oh, had yeah. He was in the band for a while. The, you know, he always gets good Rick guys. Danko was in that Rick fucking Dale. band with him. Fucking Rick Danko was amazing. But everybody doing their hits is fucking genius. Yeah, it's a great idea. But no, they won't let him back in. Come they on. always bust his Put ass. him in. They yeah. act like he's not a great drummer. But every drummer I've ever known says, oh, no, Ringo's fucking He's great, fine. Yeah. And what are you supposed to do? Is he supposed to, you know, in a day in the life fucking go crazy <laughs> like he's Neil <laughs> Peart or whatever? That would, be, that would sound stupid. You know, he had to follow the music. It's true. People shit on Ringo. You know what, Ringo? You should I'm shit I'm going to defend that. you. Yeah. Just like I'm going to defend Fez against the blowhard there. Thank he was you. way out of line. And then Fez said this weird thing. When Remember when Paul's um, helicopter almost crashed? That's right. Fucking Fez said, seriously, that Ringo would have loved it because then he would have been the one <laughs> getting all the Beatle love. Like, That's and a dark I'm like, perspective. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't understand. Ringo couldn't get any more love. There's no... Ringo walks down the street today. People are fucking hanging out yeah, of cabs right. and jumping out of windows. Yeah. They love him and always have. Yes. 
I'm pretty sure a ring. I, I also think he would probably be sad if one of his bandmates he, died. He'd be no, first of all, no one loved the Beatles as much as Ringo did. He was the yeah. only one of them that I think honestly loved the Beatles oh, and still being be in the Beatles and everything about it. He'd still be in the band right now. Fuck yeah. Why not? Uh, well, maybe maybe Paul let him in Nirvana as fucking side drummer. <laughs> <laughs> we need a side drummer. Grohl, you're out. No, he's in. But Ringo he's gets, just, he gets a little kit to the yeah, side. He's just like, he's All got right. bongos. He's just like, <laughs> between I'm playing days. precautions, Paul! <laughs> That's a great impression. Thanks, you know, I work on my Ringo every day. And <laughs> Alright, we're going to break here. Uh, coming up a little later on in the show, the great Ian Hunter. And then uh, from Mount Hoople, and then we'll also, we need to say goodbye to the kid. Yeah. This is his last day. Last one. And I, for one, want to just say blowhard. We're all here buddies with you, and we couldn't love you anymore, especially at Christmas. Oh, yeah. Most important times. All of us are saying that. <laughs> We're all, we all mean that from our heart. I love blowhard. I'm not saying Blower's it. Cool. Say it, Fez, please. On, I am not saying it. <sighs> Come on. Bah humbug, huh? Scrooge over there. Well, then you love Shower Bench? Oh, no. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Lots going on. It's Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez continues. It's the Ron and Fez show on a Friday, a little later on in the show, Ian Hunter uh, coming in with us. Horrific, horrific news now out of Connecticut, much worse than we initially thought. They're now saying as much as many as 20 people could have been shot at that school shooting. Oh, my God. Many of them children. Um all unconfirmed, but all the news stations are uh, reporting it. Um, we know that there is adults shot uh, and killed, and they believe at least as many as 20 children have been shot. Um, Jesus Christ. Some of the thing, I'm not even giving out the fatality numbers yet until I see them backed up, but they are uh, alarming. Alarming. Uh, Fez mentioned this earlier that it seems to be a uh, a normal thing, and uh, and no. Dave, you were saying that uh, everyone gets mad at Bob Costas for having a conversation. Yeah, right. But it's that thing in this country we can't ever talk about anything without making at least half the people angry. But you have to talk about it. We have to start talking about the it. The president has to fucking say something about this. And about You're right. Why did he get reelected? Obama. <laughs> Fucking basically, ever since he got elected, school shootings everywhere you look. <laughs> Neither candidate would talk about guns. Somebody say something about it who's in power. Well, what is exactly do you want? The majority of the people want guns. I know you would rather have no guns, but the majority of the people want them. This isn't some fucking made-up thing. Can we people, they're like, going to get their kids shot. 
Why, why, why don't we do... Um, they believe if they have a gun, they can protect their kid. This yeah. is exactly what they fear. It really worked. I know that you go into that anger thing, but that's also not, you know, discussing either. It's, uh, it's a horrific story, though, and I hate to just bounce off it by going back to the same exact things over and over. Uh, we have, like, a little compromise. Uh, no uh, automatic weapons. I mean, that, that would be what I would do. Well, this one doesn't seem like it was automatic weapons. Jesus. I see people giving out some specifics, and I know that they're out there right now about the, the number of dead and whatever. I don't feel like uh, I'll just wait for, you know, the official word. Um, it looks like you can't think that it was only one shooter with the kind of numbers that they're talking now. They're, they're saying, that, uh, yeah, just the initial reports were all fucking nuts. Yeah, they're all over the place. It just basically, one thing was one guy and two guns, but. But I will say this. Um, I don't think, I mean, since it's the the people who like their guns um, that are always going to argue with Fez's locked in thing of get rid of guns. I think we're at the point now that the NRA, if you're so pro-guns, You've got to help us find a fucking solution here. The ridiculousness of we're not going to do it, but knowing that you can't be safe in a movie theater, you can't be safe if you send your kids to school. Yeah, right. There's got to be some solution. And the pro-gun people need to be part of that solution. They can't just... I get that, they've, that they're just as locked in as Fez, but there's no reason that these... Uh, that we have to look at stuff like this. It's weird because you go into a movie theater uh, and you, I, I actually thought twice. I'm like, what if some fucking crazy ass bastard tries to come in here right now? You know, like I, I'm going to choose a seat in the back. Well, you know, it was weird for me. You know what changed theater stuff for me really was the great white show up in uh, Rhode Island. Oh, right. Because I'm like, people are like, well, why would you stuff into a club like that? I'm like... I've been in the club thousands of times in my life. (laughs) And I've had the thing of, hey, I hope the fight doesn't break out, you know, because we're all stuffed in here together. Uh Oh, don't shoot off those pyrotechnics. Um, John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ryvie, how you doing today? Good. Hey, it's good to hear Dave on the show again. It is good. Good to hear you. And All right, the school shootings, the theater shootings, Here's the thing. Law-abiding citizens aren't taking their guns there because they're, it's against the law. The shooters go in there because they have a bunch of helpless sheep. So, uh, I know we didn't say that, but you would feel better if the teachers were packed? You're damn right. Yeah, I don't see that being a solution. I know. Okay. I mean, as a parent, I don't think that you want... Uh, there to be guns where your children are. Fuck no. no. And there's a thing, you know, you keep circling the same, the violence is, you know, so more guns is the solution, the guns, and let's put more guns on top of that. And, and part of a teacher's training needs to be and then, marksmanship. And then, then, then instead of guns, the, the people, it'll be like a school, you know, dynamite explosions. Here's and then we need the fucking teachers to have helicopters. Here's where we are with this right now. It looks like 27 dead is some of the reports and about 14 of them children. Oh, fuck. That's the reports going out there. I'm just passing along what's already being reported. Uh, 
Pheasant, pheasant pepper don't care. I mean, they don't have kids. I don't have children, but I can feel sorry for a bunch of dead kids. You don't give a fuck. Um, here's uh, Adam. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy. Uh, yeah. Just this whole thing makes me sick. It's, it's such a downer. But like, two points that Davey a minute ago threw out. Like, let's just compromise the automatic weapons. And I think in the media a lot, like um, semi-automatic and automatic get thrown in as the same thing. Like. There, I don't think, has been an automatic weapon used in, like, a mass shooting like this. I think the last, like, major crime pulled off with automatics was those dudes out in California dressed themselves up in body armor and just, they, they robbed the bank. Like, the, like heat, same scene out of that. But most school shootings are semi-automatic rifles, which means one pull of the trigger, one bullet comes out. Not just pull the trigger down and spray everyone down with, with lead. Same thing with the guy in Colorado, semi-automatic rifle. Like, people just assume that means automatic, like a machine gun. Machine guns you can get. You need a Class A permit to get them. They're very hard to get. But it looked like this guy just got killed with uh, handguns. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and handguns, you know, there's semi-automatic handguns, and, and that's what people use. Usually eight to ten rounds is, is like, what you're going to hold uh, per per. He, he, here's the thing about the media, though. Here's the thing about the media. Now, we're going to go through this, and we're going to see all the parents and the school officials, and there's going to be tears, and there's going to be sadness, uh, just like there is in every one of these other shootings. And Fez is going to have his moments of moral superiority, and it all goes away again. Everybody does their thing and goes away. But when the guy was killed in Libya, the four, um, the ambassador and three people were killed in Libya, mm -hmm. the news ran with it. They wanted someone to fucking answer for this, someone to be fired. Four people in Libya, I expect to fucking get killed. An ambassador into the Middle East, I'm not shocked when he gets killed. When somebody goes into a, a school with 27 fucking kids being shot, many of them dying, and no one's going to get fired over this, no one's going to call for anybody to do anything about this. We're going to fall into, starting tonight, the same shit. We're right. going to see the fucking candlelight things. Yep. We're going to mm -hmm. hear the fucking weird liberals doing their, we should fucking ban all guns. And then the gun guys, we need guns in there. None of these fucking things work. We need to put fresh shit out there and do something about it. It can't be the anti-gun people against the gun owners. That's bullshit. It's redundant. And it's stupid. But we do need a fucking solution. It's almost like we need fresh people in to take a look at this. We need and the reason why too. Obama won't say anything about it, Fez, is people want guns. It's crazy to act like only lunatics have guns. You come from a state where a million people have concealed fucking permits. So they want guns. They want guns. So what are we supposed to do? And having a no-gun fucking place doesn't seem to help either. Because that's where they come into um, here's uh, Robert. Robert, you're on the Run of Fez show. Well, I guess you hit it, Ron. I mean, no gun places don't solve the problem either. There is no solution, really. I mean, it's the price of living in a free state. You look at countries where the strictest gun laws are in effect, and people are still getting killed by guns. The reality of it is, we don't even see this around the world. That somebody could go into a school and shoot these fucking children. You know what I mean? We're not seeing this no, in other nowhere. places. Come on. 
This is fucking horrific. If the, you don't see this once in 20 years in their state, and we do have multiple things it, of this every year. It's just on a constant I mean, we, fucking we, in, level. In a year, we had, you know, who even remembers Jared Loftner, the guy who shot the fucking congresswoman? Gabby no one remembers Giffords. him. That guy should be like fucking public enemy number one. Shot. He also shot a little girl, Dallas Green's granddaughter, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, by the way, that's not the only reason I react to it, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I get outside of Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but, but but it's true. No one knows Jared Loftner now because we we've had fucking four. We had the mosque situation. Oh, we had the theater. We had this, we had another guy who went into a goddamn hair salon. That's four fucking things since Jared Loftner. And the mall. But here's the thing. And the mall. But we're not going to get rid of guns in this fucking country. There's too many people that want them. And I don't think doing the same, get rid of the guns, we need more guns, get rid of the guns, more guns, is, I think it's honestly part of the fucking problem. We cannot sit down and for whatever reason say, uh... We want to send our kids to school without thinking that they'll be shot. I mean, it used to be, oh, my God, this is taking place at a college, then a high school, elementary school. I mean, Who, who's going to now I, 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 this? You can't think of anything more horrific. This is the worst thing that could possibly And this fucking guy saying they're sitting there like a bunch of sheep. You're a, these are children and they're school teachers, which most of the school teachers are women or, you know, not, not people that want to be strapped. Not people who want to think of themselves as holding up to the fucking defense. It's every, it's everywhere. It's Connecticut. It's Oregon. It's this, that. Yeah, you can't even say it's happening in a certain part of the country. You can't. Um, I did get mad at Scruffy, the former intern for here yesterday, though, because of the Colorado sh- multiple shootings there. Because being that he's from the state of Colorado. You blamed him? I blamed him because there's two now. Columbine and the movie theater. Scruffy's such a nice kid, though. I know, but he's from Colorado. They they got to tone down with the guns. Uh, Brian, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, good afternoon, Ron Fez. Yeah. And uh, David, right. great to hear you. Um, I just wanted to say, as um, as much of a problem as illegal guns are, I, I also think it's a symptom of a much larger problem. Uh, and I don't know what it is or what the solution is, but I, but I perceive that um, you know the pace of change in this country and in the world is happening so fast. Some people are frightened because they're being left behind. Um, there's also, you know, unemployment. Uh, there's a general feeling that society, as we know, is falling apart, and people are lashing out. Uh, you know, You're making up excuses of some ways that you feel that may or may not have anything to do with the insanity that took place here. The fact of the matter is, this is not as bad as uh, the Depression. And Al Capone didn't go into schools and shoot children for no fucking reason. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've <laughs> had hard times. But we never did shit like this. Everyone's very into themselves, too, you know, in, like, this uh, era of America. If it's the Internet, and everyone's into themselves, and the, the, the guy is, well, I, I fucking, my gr- girls don't talk to me, so I'm going to shoot everyone. Yeah, and they're all megalomaniacs. Yeah, everybody is so precious, and we also live in a world where 
uh, getting people to look at you, whether it's for a good reason or a bad reason, doesn't matter as long as they're looking. At yeah, you. right. If fucking people are, would, there's plenty of people who wish they were Honey Boo Boo as much as they <laughs> wish that they were in fucking Green Day. Right. You know what I mean? They don't see the difference <laughs> yeah. between the two things. Just famous as something. Just on TV. It's horrible. This is so fucking I'm, depressing. I, I, I am. I'm seriously. I'm. Um, Cutting down on re reality television just for that reason. I'm going to try and wean myself off to only scripted dramas, unless of course Shady Town gets picked up. Here's the my problem: reality show. I, I I've done it. I've I'm I'm done with voting people off. That's good. And then I found out Joe Schmo was coming back on, and that's my <laughs> favorite fucking show ever. Well, you don't go back there, Roddy B. Uh, here's uh, <laughs> Brian from Connecticut, uh, our buddy, and he lives up in this area. How you doing, Brian? Hey, Ron, how's it going? Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah, I grew up uh, in the town over from, from where the shooting took place. So, uh, I mean, that town and the surrounding towns are all affluent areas. So, I mean, even the poorest people have cable and Internet. and So it, it doesn't make sense why, you know, this sort of thing would take place. Um, I mean, when I grew up and went to high school there, uh, you know, if people had an issue... We had a fair fight, and, and that was it. You know, you didn't have to worry about getting stabbed. You didn't have to worry about getting shot. It, it wasn't, it didn't even come You know, the reality of it is, is every time something like this comes up, we all struggle to make some sense out of it, and we never can. There's no fucking place that you can relate to that this would be the answer, no matter what it is. And, and as a matter of fact, including guns. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I could it, have all the guns in the world, and I'm not going to go into an elementary school and shoot class. people. But, yeah, you know, we I, also I talked uh, about the cost of living in a free society. And if we get to the point where we're all living behind gates with guns, how is that a fucking free society? <laughs> it's true. You know, that's that's seriously Mad Max time. Yeah, if, if I owned a gun, I mean, I wouldn't go out shooting people. I'd use it for protection. I mean, I mean that's, you know, from people like that. But... Problem oh. is, no one ever gets protected. I mean, we see, we're seeing all these shootings. I want one story in the news where some guy was going to do a shooting and some civilian well, took his fucking gun out and shot the guy. Here's another story that we forget about right around the corner from us. The gunman in front of the Empire State Building. Yeah. Two cops, cops, trained fucking marksmen, pull out their guns and shot up half the people on the sidewalk. <laughs> because it's not an easy thing yeah. to be in that situation. And be able to pull it off. Here's Brian in Winnipeg. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Every yeah. time this comes up, I, I think about the difference between, like, I'm Canadian, but I spend 25 days a month in the States. And when I'm in Canada, I never think about violence. When I'm in the States, you know, today I'm on the south side of Chicago. My head's on a swivel. And it's because of the difference. I, I, I always wonder, we have more guns per capita than the States, but we don't have the handgun. I've I brought that up before, that this this is what happened, this is what Michael Moore brought up, that there's as many guns in Canada as here, a lot less shootings. What is it about us? And I, I think I Dave hit on it a little bit about our egos. Are through the foot. If anything yeah. happens to any of us, we're ready to rain shit down. That's true. But then we, got, we have to figure out why. Why do we have such short tempers? I, I honestly think another thing about being Canadian is, and, and this will piss a lot of people off in the States, but the fact that we have that universal health care that everyone, if you get sick, you don't go broke, and the fact that we don't sue people to make money, 
Like, everything is capped. You can't, if you get injured at work, if you, if I lose a finger at work, the government will give me like 10 grand and I can't sue the company. And that's it. So, I mean, you don't, there's not as much get rich quick schemes and there's not as much, uh, pressure to do that. We all we are in a thing where people in this country and I don't think it necessarily comes from the super rich, but if we're not rich in this country, we feel like shit. And the weird thing in my neighborhood, I don't remember any of the parents ever talking or thinking about getting rich when I was growing up. <laughs> and now me and my friends Everyone thinks about getting rich. Yeah. It's all anyone ever talks about. Some idea that some friend of yours had that turned into a multi-million, and could you, you turn this into that? Nice party. And, and it seems like the people in my neighborhood, it was a very weird neighborhood. When I think about all of our dads made about the same amount of money. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't remember like any one of our friends having more than any other fucking friends. So we didn't think about money that much when I was a kid. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you just, but it just keeps going. You know, it's, we're very materialistic. Obviously, well, it's all over TV. We're commercials, fucking... and we didn't have parents that wanted to start a blog. Well, why is the blog a bad thing? Well, I mean, to get uh, our parents weren't worried about being famous. Yeah, rich and famous is kind of going hand in hand. I get what you mean there. It's kind of the same thing that. It seemed like our parents just wanted to fucking get by and raise their kids. And do better than the other. And home generation. movies were for home. They weren't to go viral. I don't even remember my dad like taking our home movies over to the neighbor's house. But but that you know there was no such thing as going viral then. Oh. You know what I mean? They didn't exist. <laughs> now Dave's feeling like the worst father in the world because he's got funny things of listen, his kids. Listen, did you 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 understand? I took my kids to the Fresh Beat band and played the Rolling Stones Tumbling Dice underneath it. That was a viral video. See, I was going to show you guys pictures of my crazy nephews today, the outdoorsmen, <laughs> but nice. now it all seems lost on it. Because <laughs> they're down in the Keys and they sent me pictures. Great. Aww. I want to see those pictures. They're really great. These well, guys are such characters. Fucking the school shooting ruined it as always. Always uh, a school shooting. Ed, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how you doing, Ronnie? Uh, what's up? Uh, nothing. Basically, I mean, you look at Major League Baseball, you look at the NFL, you look at soccer, they always cut away from the guy running across the field with his dick out because they don't want to promote that kind of behavior. Yeah, we're going to see this on the friggin' news for the next two weeks, just like the Oregon shooting and then the Colorado yeah. shooting. We've all been you through know. it. We know how it works. Tonight, the anchors will all be there. Um, Whoever did this will have their Facebook page, any sort of... Oh, I guarantee you, you're too late on that, dude. I yeah. would guarantee you, somebody's fucking copying each one of those. Mm -hmm. Somebody knows who they are mm -hmm. and is copying it, and we'll all get to see it show up. Um, because the feds try to pull that shit down now as quick as they can. Yeah, and they'll just have all this entire fucking feed, and then they'll be going over it. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I, I don't. I'm not even going to spend the rest of the show on this because we're not fucking capable of talking about this yet. And it becomes the same things as we did before. And I don't want to be part of the fucking death cult that wants to bring up, can you imagine with the parents and blah, blah, blah. Because why do that if we're not going to do anything about it? I want some fucking adults to sit down and work on these problems. And I quite frankly believe that the... People from the NRA who believe that we're going to be safer with guns need to first sit down and explain to us how that's going to happen. 
and not some crazy show where we're yelling back and forth and calling each other names. I don't want this to be a Fez and Blowhard thing. I want to just start a fucking day one, explain how we're going to be beyond this so every month we don't have this. Because yes, they're all going to be there in a matter of hours, standing in front of it, showing us pictures of grieving people, crying and blah, blah, blah. And that's going to go on for a week. And then we go back to where we were before. And we forget about it until there's the next one of these. Right. I'm sick of it, man. I'm fucking sick of it. Ay, ay, ay. Um, here's Rob, our buddy in Canada. How you doing, Rob? Hey, good. How are you guys? Yeah. So I just wanted to give, I have a couple points here. Like, you know, coming, you know, like the other guy from Canada, I'm calling from Canada as well. And, I, you know, not to be offensive to America or anything like that, you know, but it's just, we look in on you guys and, and, and it's just, it's just the culture is so different. I, I mean, we just don't, I, we just don't get what you guys think sometimes. I, I'm not saying all of you Americans, but I, mean, I just mean like, Growing up, we you never would ever have access to like a gun. Like you, I would never. I've never like how many times in my life. He, he, here's the weird thing about Canadians: we can't say they're not violent. All we got to do is watch a hockey game. They punch the shit out of each other. They punch the shit out of <laughs> each other nuts. up there. They go nuts. But it doesn't occur up. to them when they get their ass beat. And a hockey game to go, now I got to go back and fucking whack that fucking guy for what he did to us. You'll see, you'll see this thing that we have. Put up the uh, SEPTA thing in Philadelphia. It's two kids, and it looks like another guy's giving them some shit. Uh, it's on the train. And they take it with their fucking backs to the guy and basically finally get off the train. Go where there's only like a fucking minute or so left. But to me, this is like the American mentality that takes place is we got a good even, we got a good even thing. Very now, angry. I was going to fucking ask you guys, did your parents teach you that you can't take any shit? My dad did. My mom thought it was stupid. My, How about you? No, my, 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 my dad sort of, but no, my, my mom didn't want me to get mixed up with anything. And my dad, when there was bullies one time with me one time, went out and talked to the bullies with me in the car, which I thought was awesome, but wasn't like, hey, you know, go fucking hit these guys with a baseball bat. My way I was brought up is that you can't take shit. You mm. cannot, because if you do take shit, you take it every day. And that's the way yeah. my parents were raised. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the world's changed a lot since then. But the thing was, don't fucking let them take something for you or don't let them put you down. Don't look weak. And yeah, so if I used to come home and I was and I was crying, I'd be like four or five in my neighborhood. My mom would say, go back out there and give him a smack, you know, so I'd fucking head back out. <laughs> and after a couple of times to come back, it was like, Bobby, go with your brother and fucking finish this shit now. You know what I mean? And, I, and it was a thing, and I would actually even say to people, you know, like what we used to call the teenagers that would fuck with you. Yeah, right. I would be like, do what you want, but Bobby Bennington's going to be fucking looking for your ass, dude. I'm serious. You know? Yeah. This isn't a personal thing for me either. <laughs> but this will not be done after today. You know what I mean? And, like, it, that was good enough to get by. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times that somebody said to me, like, well, you're just going to get your brother to come back. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> See out. what happens. <laughs> You're fucking the one rolling the dice, pal. Yeah, that's Not exactly me. how I felt. I remember one time my older sister, who's like 11 years older, 
We uh, and my brother went out uh, looking for Head of Holloway with me, and we fucking jacked him up. Oh, that was always the greatest. That was like a flank move, like when your brother would come in. Because oh, I, I had three amazing. older brothers, and my Thrilled. brother Wally would do that. Yeah. If there was teenagers, there was he would he would come in and be like with a couple of his friends, and then so like I would be ten, the bullies would be fourteen, but right. he would be seventeen, right? And they'd, they'd be like, "Whoa!" Everything fuck. just changes. Like you showed up with nukes. <laughs> But I remember I came Great. home and had a, had, I, I'm walking to the store for my mom and he had like darts, like the fucking, th- so he just came out and threw them into my fucking ankles. So I go running home Jesus. like, um, they fucking found out they came flying out of the house. Where is he? We went off. That was like one of the happiest times of my life as a family. We all Damn. got together. It's like Goodfellas. Wait, wait. Seriously, I wish I saw him today. All right, look at these two kids. They're taking shit, and they just got their hoods up. They're taking it. They're letting themselves be called names. And again, nothing physical has happened. They're certainly being fucked with, but they're not physically doing anything about it. No. This is up on the iBank today, and this is in Philly. Um, and they don't even turn around to look at the guy who's verbally abusing them. And then when they step out boom she just lets a couple fucking Fucking shots fly into the fucking train wow wow (sighs) jesus that's scary shit literally no need it's a it's a scary thing you know but part of that is because we can't walk away from a fight we can't let it fucking dangle Everyone train saw but, these guys eating fucking uh, shit. Ju- and just look at how calmly it comes out of his jacket. He shoots into the train like, like basically. Uh, Did he hit anybody? Yeah, that's part of the story we don't care about. All right. It's as nonchalant as like you know cussing the guy out. But here's it's, the o- here's the other side of it. You don't live in that fucking place. You know what I mean? I mean, we're sitting around talking about RG3 later. You, you come into this superior thing when you act like, hey, why aren't you acting like us? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want any fucking thing to do with this. What are we going to do? You know? Thank God we got fucking some pizza here, some Coke. Some old food from yesterday. Anyone wants a jalapeno pepper? I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the microwave for you. Got some Giant Walker Black that Pepper's going to open up. What? Got some. But By the way, what, what the Canadian guy was talking about is what I like to call the American Great White Slide, where this is fucking white people doing these crazy things. Crazy shit that you don't remember white people doing in the past. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Florida shit going but down. But everywhere, though. It's like... It's like yeah, yeah, like everywhere is Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just fucking spreading. And this We're looks done. like a very nice community. Don't expect that. We're going to hear all that. Oh, God. Look at all the other little kids who, whether you like it or not, they're basically Vietnam veterans right now. They're spending the rest of their life with these memories of guns going off. And it's fucking Jeremy, the video. And apparently one of the adults was the fucking... Um, had a, had a kid in the school. Oh, fuck. 18 children dead. Eight adults is the latest figures. I'm going to take my kids out of school. Forget it. I, 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 Let them sit on the couch. I'll teach them. Yeah. I fucking showed them the whole Indiana Jones trilogy. Is, you know, is, is yeah. growing more than ever. 
But is that where we're at? The I mean, here's the thing. The reason why, you know, how with Catholic schools, which they said was the worst fucking education, you know, people uh, reacted to it because you got smacked or pushed or whatever by the nuns and priests. Mm-hmm. Nobody went in those places with a gun. No, that's true. And also, the, it wasn't up for the parents to come in there and do that. Don't you ever fucking put your hands on my kid. The parents just went, hey, that's what happens. Uh, I, as someone who went there, the parents would say, what did you do right. to get slapped in the face by Father John? They said, I was acting like a little asshole, Mom. I was I'll doing be my thing. I'll be honest. I was acting like a little dick. I'm a dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's true, I was. Jay, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, buddies. Uh, I just think that... Instead of, I mean, it's obvious that we can't handle it. Uh, you know, I mean, we don't, I mean, you're just talking about the past. And in the past, you had to take care of your own shit. In today's world, you don't live in the world. Everybody lives in the Matrix. You live in Twitter, and you live on Facebook, and you live on MySpace, and it's instantaneous. So when you snap and you've got access to guns, then there's nothing to stop them from doing the worst. And uh, to me, I think that we ought to... Uh, instead of a war on drugs, it ought to be shifting the focus to a war on guns. You get caught with a gun, not even using it, but yeah. you get caught with a gun. But you, you come up with a great point. Guess what? The war on drugs didn't work. Right. And the war on guns, I don't believe, is going to work either. And it's for the same reason. People want them. People want guns. We know that. So, let's start from that place. And now what do we do? Because the guns, obviously aren't making us any safer. And I know if you start with this stuff of we're going to take all the guns away, it's fucking bullshit. It's not going to happen. I already have an idea. You put This is serious. You put a microchip in the gun, Mm -hmm. and you're allowed to keep the gun, and the microchip basically has a radius of your house plus, we'll say, 50 yards circle. Okay? Then if you take that gun out of that zone... The microchip go, puts a sensor right into the police that immediately can track you and arrest you. Boom. Thanks, big brother. Um, <laughs> that really sounds interesting. But look, you have come up with a point. Because, I'm trying. Uh, a, a person wants a gun for what reason, Fess? To defend themselves. They want it for, to feel safe. They want yeah. to feel safe. So, technology could be the answer here if we head towards the phaser. The phaser <laughs> on stun. That's great. Now, the deal is this. Once you have a a gun that would stun people into submission, put them to sleep for fucking 24 hours, whatever, then you can say, look, you have this. You don't need the other one. I'm going to give you the fucking phaser. If we need to spend $100 billion on fucking phasers, maybe that's the direction we need to go in. Because the gun thing is not going to go away. People want to feel protected. Um, no one wants to take that away from them, but we need a less dangerous weapon right. than the one that we have right now. Well, we already have taser guns. How come they people... Blow. Yeah. We need a full That's Star true. Trek fucking phaser. I'll knock a motherfucker out. Locked like on stun. Because yeah. anyone on Mescaline usually, you know, eight, phase, eight, eight way, tasers don't By the way, whenever I would watch... Um, that fucking show, and he goes, put the phaser on kill. I'm like, what's your hurry? You stun them, <laughs> and then maybe in an hour, if you still feel like killing them, they're just laying there. Right. Why do we have to kill them right now while we're hot-headed? Right. Let's stun them first, and then we'll sit around, we'll have dinner, and go, do we want these guys to wake up? Nah. 
plus, how are you going to get some, uh, you know, uh, uh, plans out of them? You know, some right. information if you kill them. Princess Leia, stormtroopers said, set the phasers to stun. I do want, I seriously, this could be the leader here for me. If Fox News, who I know is pro on the conservative side, if they would take the lead to just say, let's bring on the experts on the right-hand side. Don't even debate with the left right now. And let's hear the ideas from people on the far right of, I know you want your guns. What can we do to protect kids when they go to a movie theater? What can we do to protect kids when they go to a school? Mm -hmm. And I'm tired of hearing from the left because those answers get shouted down as much as if a preacher says, I want to get rid of abortion. Because guess what? We ain't. Right. And the same thing. Guess what? We ain't getting rid of guns. It ain't happening because too many people want them. So how do we stop this shit? And I personally will not be watching this long funeral march that takes place on TV that all the networks are going to be running. I know how it turns out. It looks like they're still looking for another person up there. Yeah. There's a man up going Jesus. on right now. Um... Let's go over here to um, Cody. Cody, you're on my fast show. Hey, guys. Um, the whole technology concept actually to me would be brilliant, but as opposed to having it so like when you leave your house, have the transmitter be at places like those movie theaters, like your schools, so the second you go into one of those places, the gun just won't work. It well, the reality is there's going to be other guns, and then your gun is right. useless, and no one's going to stand for that. They're now saying that this was not, doesn't seem to be personal or a freak out. All right, hold on. I have a, one more amendment to my microchip idea. The gun, if it, you, you have it, it's the same thing with the microchip. The, the gun works 50-yard radius in your house. If you go outside of that perimeter, simply the microchip turns the gun off. doesn't work. No cops involved. The gun simply will not work. That's it. That's the solution. Hmm. Now, someone fucking pay Dave Mann a million dollars because I just came up with it. It's, it's See, that's part of the problem right there. Instead <laughs> of wanting to be part of society. Um, well, I mean, come on. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, uh, I think, as usual, you are all over this issue. Uh, one of the things that is always concerning, we go back to Virginia Tech, uh, the Colorado shooter, the media sensationalizes these these savages and gives them a stage. So in the end, they get what they want, that recognition from people who wouldn't give them recognition or the girl who wouldn't suck their dick. What's the solution with the media's responsibility? Um, the, the media, just like you want to be comfortable to have your guns, the media also needs to be free. And if they run shitty, then all you can do is the same thing Davy Mack has gotten around about reality shows is not watching them. Most of us do not watch these shows. Um, I know I'm not going to be watching it tonight. I will tell you this. We sit around. We have this war on terror. And this is more terrifying thinking of, particularly if you're a parent, children being shot in an elementary school in an area where people buy houses because... It's a nice, safe school. Right. That's, I mean, when you go out house hunting, that's yeah. one of the things when you have kids. What's the school system like here? What are the, you know, is there a little league? Is the, my kid going to have friends? That's all you think about. So everything that these parents apparently 
did right, and you tell me that this is any less shocking or scary as if when a terrorist fucking blows something off, the the fact of how many people now are going to let their kids go to see the Superman movie at midnight? Oh, You're going to be like, you don't need to go to the midnight movie. Dude. Exactly. You're going in you the wait. afternoon. You can wait for And it. I'm going with you. You know what I mean? I'm not trusting you to go out on your own. I'm going to go there. Don't worry. I'll sit in the back. You and your friends can be in the front. Making, people making can't. jerks of themselves. I mean, we sit around and talk about freedom, but are your kids free these days? We talk about that all the time of these, like, we, we call kids pussies or whatever. They're not free to fucking go out like when we were younger. No. Davy Mac is not going to let his kids run off all day long. No way. And I, I never locked the door in our house. Our house was a no doors locked night or day. We never locked the doors. No, me? we didn't have locks either. You know, we yeah. were crazy. Never, we ever, ever. What? And now, I've said, well, no, 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 not all of us you know, grew up in Astoria, Pepper. I mean, you know, we grew up in normal places. But Astoria is normal. It's a crack den. And we. We now, I, I get home at, you know, noon, I lock the door, I deadbolt it, I do everything. There was a guy who came into my garage uh, a few months ago. No. When I was, uh, I, I, I'm just remembering this, but I, I was upstairs, I, I was taking a nap, my kids were, were taking a nap, and the my garage door was open because it was fall, nice weather, and I was camping up, you know, get some fresh air in the garage. Smoke zone. Smoke zone, it's, it's true. And the guy just came in and was... You know, doing some weird shit. No one knows. Then he tries to get in my next door neighbor's car, and the cops had to get you know get called and arrest him. Now, having said that, I mm -hmm. still don't want to buy a gun. That's just me. Well, you also weren't raised around guns, right? Correct. See, I think mo more people feel safe around guns that were raised around guns. Yeah. They don't feel less safe about it. Of course, it was there also this thing of a lot of those kids were all, also told all the reasons why, so they get a little more fear when they're younger. Right. You know? Yeah, that's right. Well, listen, this all can be solved with a few million microchips, you know? Get on it. No, I, I had the idea. I don't know how to manufacture microchips. Uh, Hicks, I'm going to uh, push the Ian Hunter back, and I'll run him next week. I'll do something after the show today, but I can't break away and just start talking about fucking 70s glam rock the way I want to, because that was my thing. To take somebody that was a fucking hero to me when I was a kid and talk about all the young dudes. I can't do that now because I would be a crazy person if I could. All right. I'd All right. be an insane person. Shit. See how the school shootings ruin everything? Uh, they, it does make you just look at your own humanity and go, Yeah. I just think it's fucking time for us to come up for a solution. In elementary school, I mean, come on now. And then we got to do preschool. And then we have to shoot up a, a, a nursery. And See, here's then... the thing. I have two nephews that are raised around guns. Their they're, uh, dad is a big hunter. And I, I don't worry about them at all. Like, they don't have, like, they hunt and they fish and stuff. Yeah. But they have, like, a really good attitude about it all. 
Yeah. I mean, if I was an animal, I would worry about them (laughs) because they will. And they're like three and like six. And uh, they're crazy. You see Robin Yount, former Brewer Hall of Famer, uh, shot uh, his friend Dale Swain, uh, Swain, who is the Cubs manager. He shot him with um, buckshot and got all over his oh, ear. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they said to Dale Swain, they, they go, are you okay? He goes, yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> my buddy shot my other buddy with buckshot like that, too, with pheasant. Wait, so I'm like, my wait, brother shot my grandfather. If, if you're far enough away, it's not like getting shot with a thing. You're just getting a couple no, pellets. They said, but, but, I mean, they said it did fuck up his ear. All right, they're now saying that it's a, uh, one of the gunmen was uh, 20 years old. Um, from Connecticut, and they're also saying that there's a um, some New Jersey angle, but they're not bringing it up. Oh now. fuck! Come on, see, see you feel the, good the now. Jersey Shore's ending. We're about to finally. If we finally got some sympathy with this Superstorm Sandy nonsense, that's all gone. And now man. it's 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 Jersey stinks again in Turnpike. Uh, you know, exit thirteen, and you know what? Uh, I, I, I'm trying to tune into the benefit concert. I don't need to see fucking Adam Sandler tell me that the Jersey Turnpike stinks. Okay, that, I know that does. made you mad. It I fucking pissed you me immedi- off. I thought you immediately that night. And, and, and you know what, Sandler? If I ever see you, I'm gonna kick your ass. It does stink, though. <laughs> He's right. It, it's it's, it's a thirteen. Stink. Thirteen. Stink. And your apartment stinks. Oh, it smells That's like true. smoke. That's all fucking. Problem. Nice fucking affirmed poster. It is a nice pose. A lot of, it's a lot of conversations to get started over that thing as to why and it's Adam Sandler singing Hallelujah? What the shit was that? It was Opera Man. It wasn't Adam Sandler. <laughs> Sandy, screw ya. Hodgin and Tonakahoya! Sebastian in Canada, you're on the Run of Fest show. I only want to hear from Canadians. I'm fucking sick of <laughs> Americans right now. Ron. Yeah. There's two things. First of all, the microchip idea is no good because that can be unlocked, just like any cell phone can be unlocked. You'll be able to unlock these guns, and it'll only create a black market on this. And two, only if, you know, whenever I listen to your show, you guys make sense. What you're saying today is logical. Unless Oprah or someone in entertainment gets behind this and, and starts making this an issue and it becomes more and more talked about in, by I'm I'm going to I'm going to tell you the truth because here we are in American politics. This problem is not going to be solved on anybody from the left because the right is going to go and fight it from the beginning. This problem needs to be solved by somebody on the right, somebody who fucking believes that guns make people safer. They're going to have to prove it to us and show us the way. Maybe it's a John McCain thing. But maybe even somebody further to the right, because no one is going to listen to the the Fez Watley view on this. Mm-hmm. It's going to be shot down every time. We need someone on the right to say we're going to keep the kids safe. They can go to movies and they can go to schools. Because you're basically a- asking sooner or later that the federal government will come in and take fucking guns off people like they've been afraid of, and no one wants that. So we need a fucking solution before we get to that point. And it's not going to come up from somebody who doesn't like guns, who doesn't believe in guns. Um, let me go over to Mike in Ontario. You're, you're on the run of fish. Yeah. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, what's up? 
Uh, I just wanted to talk about how you said that people in the U.S. want guns to make themselves feel safe and to be protected. Well, in Canada, the only people that I know that have guns are hunters. Mm -hmm. And they have those guns to hunt with. They don't need them to feel protected. So I think this could be a whole cultural thing. You know, like maybe, maybe this whole amendment that you have, a uh, right to bear arms. It, maybe you have to start with that. Every, every fucking guy in the world thinks that now that they have the right to own a gun. Well, you know, what does law enforcement do for people? Can't they protect us? No, they I don't. Do, you, you've, got to you've got to understand something. The most patriotic people in this country do not believe in their government or law enforcement. The people that you would expect most to be pro- the government, the people who say that they're the big Americans, they fear their government, they fear law enforcement, they trust only themselves and their weapons. These are the people we need to lead us. We need to fucking figure out how that they can feel, because I'm not worried about everybody who owns a handgun running around and shooting. That's not happening. But it happens enough with these weirdos that we've got to figure out how to protect children. Now, I also just got uh, word that the person uh, who's the shooter, his dad in Stad's house in New Jersey, was just raided. So I don't know whether they know who he is or know a background. This may be way more political than we think. Jesus Christ. This might be some fringe group. What the fuck? Um, Holy shit. This may be We're just... in Jersey? Uh... If my wife is listening, take the fucking kid out of school right now. That's how people feel, dude. Lock the yeah. doors. That's how I'm, people I'm feel all the time. Now, if they fucking say, oh, Monmouth County, I'm just throwing my hands up. I got hostage negotiations, I got power outages, hurricanes, and blizzards. Um, and a 2.7 earthquake that didn't get media coverage because they're fucking trying to keep us down. What? Let me go over to my friend, Hard Rock Johnny from Canada. Johnny, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've moved to Canada so I can call in today. Um, this is just like, I, it's kind of an unfathomable thing. Like, what could even drive someone to do this to, you know? It, it, We've it, it, never figured it out, Johnny. We say that after every time. Uh, what could do this? What could do this? We never figure it out. And then the frustrating thing is, it's like, oh, there were all the clues. Yeah, they'll say that they, they, you know, people who knew the guy, oh, yeah, I saw all the signs, but didn't do anything. And, but see, here's you know, the thing. Just, Let's take all of us in the room. Have we seen enough signs in Fez that we yeah. think that he's... Yeah, so do you uh, want to live in a society, Fez, where a person like yourself gets picked up every time you have one of your anxious things or your anger things? I wouldn't want to get picked up, but I would honestly say, you know, someone like me... Uh, there should be a gun law that says I don't get a gun. Beyond that, though, How? the fact that you could fucking stab somebody. I mean, with your mental problems, you would be considered a dangerous person. And I certainly don't want the government testing you to see how dangerous you are. And, and you know, Fed, you shouldn't be able to get a gun, but you can go right now and find a gun pretty fast. Without, you know, not legally, mm -hmm. and gun gun control isn't the, isn't the answer. Gun safety, the amendments, and the thoughts. I mean, but I mean, there's you're never going to stop it because when you take something away, it just creates a black market for it, and it's gonna 
you know, so the, and people will be able to profit from it. So what does it matter what they do? I mean, yeah, is the amendment in the Constitution, you know, a bit old and outdated? Yeah, it was there so you can, you know, there's also something that says that soldiers can bend down in your house if they need it. You know, when's the last time that anyone talked about that? I mean, it's just, you know, people get just the gun control thing. It gets too polarizing and it becomes left versus right where it should just be humans. I don't fucking get it. Because we're so political in this country. Again, a friend of mine said to me the other night, um, where's the where's the black faces in the crowd? And I'm like, what are you talking about at the uh, at the rock yeah. show? Right. And yeah. I'm like, uh, it's like, well, you liberals, you. So I go, why is it liberal to fucking raise money for the Jersey Shore? This isn't a lip. Yeah. The election's over. And two, you never see black people at Springsteen shows or fucking Pink Floyd shows. <laughs> Except for Clarence Clemens. I go, these are really rich people paying big money to go to the show. Well, they should have had some black people. They're just, I'm like, we're, we've got nuts. <laughs> we've gotten crazy. What, what are you talking about? They should have just peppered in some black It's like the election lines. never ends. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, with Fez and his approach, we could easily do the show where he says mean things about guns and people calling and calling him names. We've done it. It gets us nowhere. We need the right to be the one to lead on this. We do. I, we I need somebody on the right. And, all right. You know, you hear people, you know, oh, if I had a gun and I was in that movie theater in Colorado, they yeah. no, that's not, you know what, no. Because you know what, I think Ventura said that a while ago. You know what, great, Jesse, then maybe you should be the world police. You know, everyone thinks that they could stop it because if they had a gun, it's just... Who says you're not going to pull out? You're going to shoot two other people that wouldn't have gotten killed. You no, know, let, let me tell you something. You know how when they say Rambo, there ain't no Rambo. When you watch this 12 Dark 30 movie, mm -hmm. you're going to see even highly trained Navy SEALs, it's still fucking clusterfucking and scary, even when it goes good. It's never Rambo. It's never that thing. No, it's I too mean, hard to pull that off. No, it's impossible. You're not going to run through 10 guys trying to shoot you. And none of them hit you, and you hit every one of them. It's just, it's it's not the way it works. People just are, live in that weird world where they think that's how it goes. All right, I only want to talk to Canadians. Thanks, Jenny. All right, I'll be back from Canada next week. All right, God bless you. Godspeed, my friend. I'm glad he's having a nice vacation, though, he's in Canada. Great. He's got that Toronto you know what? I never rock. bring yeah. it up, but the truth is, Hard Rock Johnny is one of my favorite people I've ever met in my life. Well, he's a nice person. He is a nice he's person. A He's I just, tried to take oh, it. I didn't know he was still on here. Yeah. He's a fucking I feel jerk. Weird no, he's a jerk. He's a jerk. Oh, to say he's a jerk. Gay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like we're going to suck his dick. All right. All right, thanks. Here's Dylan. He was born in Canada. That's good enough for me. Dylan, what do you got, buddy? Yeah, I was born in Canada, raised in the U.S., but I've spent many years living in both countries, including childhood summers in Canada and as an adult in Canada. And the psyche in this country is totally fucked up, okay? You're not going to keep the guns away from the criminals, so forget about that. But these morons in this country that have guns in their homes to protect their families, it's a fucking pipe dream. The family is not at risk. You need to change the Second Amendment so you can get the guns out of the non-criminal homes so these children stop shooting themselves, quote, by accident, and then these unstable fuckers that go in when they get the gun from home and shoot schools up that can end as well. All right, well let me only say this. Everything that you're saying, if, and I can tell by even saying get rid of the Second Amendment, you've got to understand that people fight very hard for that amendment. If it's going to be changed at all, it has to come from the right. We need the right to step up this time.
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want the far right to explain to us what we can do to make this safer. Even if they say something crazy like gun towers and but let's at least hear it out. Right. Let's stop going through this same thing every time. Davy Max microchip idea. It's not off the fucking table for me yet. We're spitballing. Oh, good, 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 good. good. Uh, is the million dollars still on the table? If it happens, I want to call it the 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 Davy Mac microchip. Right. And you'll get somewhere in the vicinity of six figures. Oh, fucking hey! Well, wait a second. So, are you you taking the rest of the money? I or? get a little money. Yeah. <laughs> what? the hell i'm the one fucking making things happen i'm the middleman on the deal Come on, Dave. my idea though just call your school your kids school and make sure everything's okay and tell them my wife's picking up my daughter really yeah my son so is... i just want you to come home yep she's taking him that's taking a... her it's a it's a female so it's the that was the wrong pronoun <laughs> doesn't matter you know, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> fucking fucked up with this school shooting yeah. ronnie b Thank God. I'm not, I'm not like Pepper yeah. with uh, fucking posters of horses that won the Triple Crown and there's a story of shithole. There's the last horse to win fucking Triple Crown. Oh, please. My apartment's so much nicer than that shithole. You lived in Astoria. Fuck out of here. <sighs> School shootings. What are we going to do? Uh, Red in Canada, you're on the run of Fed show. Hey, how's everybody doing? Awful. Oh, well, that's good. Me too. Hey, I don't really know what the solution is to your gun situation in the U.S. I'm calling from Saskatchewan. Good. Most of our incidents that happen are stabbings, usually. Um, not a lot of gunplay, really, where I'm at. But uh, Dave's microchip idea, uh, that's bullshit. Because no. you take the guns You're away, bullshit. And then no, Saskatchewan. No. We know, we know, but we're not. What do you this mean? Is, we, we know. This isn't, the, this isn't the time that we're getting rid of ideas yet. That's going up on the wall. <laughs> Put it on the far wall where the dumb ideas go. But it's going up there. We're going to use something else. And then you got microchips and nizzers. So in oh. Canada, do you feel safe from gun violence? Uh, where I'm at, you bet. Where are you at right now? I'm in Saskatchewan. Okay, that's really nice there. <laughs> nice accent. It really it's nice like there. I'm listening. You can't do that on television. All right, you know what? It's because you're mad over your chip thing. Well, he's going to shoot down my chip. Rod's looking for answers. No. I don't see fucking Kokomo Joe coming up with answers. Kokomo Joe's from almost Canada. <laughs> he's in... Did did you give him his pizza for his uh, last There's like day? three pies. He's got here. some pizza. Yeah, he got pizza. Why doesn't he feel like this is his last day and he's part of it? Joe, come on. Where the hell is Pip anyway? He, he doesn't get. A, he never gets food. It seems like Hicks won't give it to him. Yesterday <laughs> he ate sushi without him. <laughs> He's a jerk. This Pepper, huh? Oh yeah. no, Pepper's just so brutal to people these days. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's I, so I, hard on the like kids. I get, Ever since I he get, started I, wearing his skull cap, yeah, I know. He's got this cool. thug mentality. <laughs> <I> no. <know. laughs> <laughs> hey, you shut your mouth? <laughs> All right, um, Kokomo Joe, you grew up in the little Canada part of Wis. <laughs> Uh, 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 what is it, Wisconsin or Minnesota? I, I'm from Minnesota. Okay. I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota. What are we, looks like a Cone brother. You Thanks. are a young man. You're 22 years old. Yeah. What are we going to do to keep the children safe? Um, I mean, I don't know. You know, Come it's on, just dude. one of the... I mean, I don't just, think... I, at least give me a issue, chip idea. I something. Think the issue is necessarily guns more. I mean, it's the use of guns, obviously. Well, right, but, but we don't even know what this is. This, by the way... Everything that I can see about this, it's making me more and more feel like this was a planned event, not some... Not I got another runoff. idea. Yeah. People really want to protect themselves with other guns. Yeah. You put in a microchip. But the, <laughs> another one? <laughs> Stop it. The gun, hold on. <laughs> Let him speak. The gun is only activated when there's another 
gun that has a microchip within a, let's say, 30-yard radius. Okay, so, so in other words, someone's yes. coming up to you with a knife. Exactly. Um, yeah, the gun won't go off. You'll, so you're going to have to get, get a knife. <laughs> well. So you have to hope the person has a gun. Yeah. <laughs> so fair fight. This will be called the fair fight chip. Well, just, you know. All right. A lot of my uh, idea revolves around microchips, apparently. I, I think, but with guns, uh, it's, it's like it's so innate to our country. It's one of the first amendments so ever. What's the second it's one? talking like a podcast. I know, I said. But that's what I'm saying. That's why we're not going to get this changed. I know. Uh, and certainly... Despite what you hear from the left, people want guns. They want them. Yeah. So maybe what do let, we do? Maybe let them keep their guns and somehow change bullets. Well, I always to like where they're less lethal, sponges. like rubber bullets or something that they use in riots. And can you shoot them with the same guns? I have no idea. But yeah. if you manufactured a certain that kind that would go in, get let them keep the guns. Get rid of the bullets. Just quit making bullets available. Can you? <laughs> first of all, Chris Rock is a fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Player, yeah, and we've all seen his stand-up. Uh, so you know, go somewhere where they haven't seen him before. You're going to lift a bit. <laughs> you know, I, I bet if you were down in like Czechoslovakia, they'd be going, "Oh shit! <laughs> oh, do, the, do that thing about tossing the salad." <laughs> Bullet costs $5,000. $5,000 for a bullet. So he's yelling. Yeah, he is. I can hear you. You have a microphone in front of you, Chris. Why are you attacking Chris Rock? Uh, <laughs> Snowy is not from Canada, but he wants to tell us about Canada. Yeah, guys, I'm from the Detroit area. So we literally go right across, two miles across the river. We go to go on Detroit for concerts and whatnot. You go in the winter, which is literally like just over the river, and it's just like night and day. I mean, in Detroit, you kind of, like you mentioned earlier, your head's on a swivel, but you go into Windsor, and it's just, you're not worried about what street you turn down or anything else. Um, so, it's, it, I mean, it's, oh, by the way, one more thing. Pepper is getting too violent. Yesterday, he was talking about hitting a Muslim child with, with a shovel. So. Yeah, I know. He talked about we, killing we a Muslim baby. Well, you know, it was that or suck a dick. Suck that dick, baby. <laughs> Thank <See>? you, David. <laughs> not yours. He just spent. I will. You know. Give me $2,500. I'll give Fez a hand job right here. Just a Fezzy? hand job? Do it. Too. Hand job. A blow job is going to be at least 10 G's. Get the $2,500 hand job. <laughs> Come on. Dude, I will fuck, we get the videotape it, though. <laughs> Tape it. Right, put the Chinese can, blur on his dick. Blur my hand and, yeah. the, and the dick. Yeah. All right, I'll sign up for that. <laughs> no, wait, I want to wear a mask too. Just in case sure. my dad's you, perusing yeah. the internet. But you don't wear a mask, but like one of those burglar masks. <laughs> <laughs> just short, short black one. <laughs> I'll do that. Use one of your arms with your very distinct tattoos. No, no, no. I'm putting full sleeves. Daddy's never going to uh, learn it's me. Kevin and Richmond, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey, yeah. Ron, I think you're exactly right on this on this issue. I think the right does need to dictate it because we're never going to get rid of guns. But I think that if we take a common-sense approach to it and have someone in the right lead this thing and look at it like, I live in Virginia, and I can go down to Walmart and buy a fucking shotgun at Walmart and go into a bank and blow somebody's head off with nothing. You know, I think we ought to crack down on illegal guns and make owning a gun at least as hard as it is to have a driver's license and own well, a car. You know, my old idea of guns for kicks uh, seems like it was working for a while. Well, I'll give you <laughs> yeah. sneakers. A pair of Jordans, dog. Oh, and we never give out Jordans. 
Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, here's Blaine in Canada. Thank like God for really Canada nice today. Blaine, what do you got? Hi there. Hey. Um, uh, I just wanted to expound on your uh, comment about how politicized you guys are. Like, You're terrible. With all, with all my friends and all my relatives, uh, I have no idea what any of their political opinions are because we just simply don't talk about it. Like, you come down to the states. I'm a truck driver, so I I am in the states all the time. Like the other day, I was uh, getting unloaded, and I just asked this guy about uh, a simple question about the election, you know. And he just went on this rage-filled, tyrannical, you know, like it was just instant anger. And I'm like, wow, just from a simple question. But I like we just don't talk about politics, and we're not so angry about the whole thing in Canada. I think that's a big part of uh, it. Just seems like. You guys are so angry about your politics now. Angry about everything? Are you kidding me? Yeah, we are. We're very angry, but very angry about our politics. And if you're a Republican, and you meet a uh, a Democrat, you don't really. You're not all that open with each other. You're right. either mm-hmm. yelling at each other or keeping it down. My whole family is Republican. Uh, I mean, my you know, parents and my sister's mm-hmm. family and all that, and. Uh, I could see that they were hurting after the election when I went down for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> All right. What are you going to do? I didn't say nothing. Hey, guys. Looks like you choked. Again. <laughs> you know, I mean, what are you supposed to do in that situation? You know, but it's true. We do talk politics, and it's weird. People will, will tell you their politics without you even asking them. Right. And then for some reason, sometimes they'll think that you, they're going to identify, you know, so you, you'll associate with them. Can you believe that fucking Obama and this shit? No, well, I, like, always, I always know I, me. I always laugh too, where people will like they get shocked because they're Republican and then they find out like Eddie Vedder and Bruce are. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I'm like, have you ever listened to lyrics in your <laughs> life? You know, it's annoying. Yeah. Well, the I, guy who ran for uh, vice president, I already forget his name. Paul Ryan. Uh, turned out to be a big Rage fan, Rage Against the Machine. Nice. <laughs> Like, dude, the, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Does he, gigantic fan. Does he not listen no, to the words? Apparently not. He's got, Didn't he, get it. He's got the fez ear and on. He felt like he was raging against the machine of <laughs> liberalism oh, and big government. I get it. No. I want the right to lead us. This guy's a this. weirdo with the working out and all that. And I only want to talk to uh, Canadians. Tim, are you from Canada? Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. I, uh, my question is, do you feel, uh, would you feel different if this was a terrorist attack? If this was somebody that wasn't from the United States and came into a school and shot kids up, would you feel different about guns? Well, first of all, if you really look at it, um, the terrorists have, n- have not done anywhere near any of this mm-hmm. since, of course, 9-11. But all the attacks, if they were done by Muslims, we'd feel like we were losing the war. And we don't feel like that for some reason if a nice white person runs in and shoots up a bunch of people or an Asian or even a black. I think it when and we weren't all that much freaked out when a white person went in and shot up all those brown people up in was it Minnesota or Michigan? It's all the same. No no offense, but that should all just be one state. (laughs) No, no, no. Erase those lines. He doesn't no. like those Wisconsin. No. You don't like them at all. Well, I think I mean I I love Wisconsin, but I mean well, it's the same a rivalry between the two states. Definitely, you know. There's really? always been, yeah, always been coldest. 
No, just, I don't know Weirdest what it accent. is they think they're doing, you know, but there's just always been this rivalry between our colleges. I love Wisconsin. Our, our teams. That's my team. Don't get me wrong. Say I have some of my best friends right. are from, yeah. from Wisconsin, and, and I love the I actually the state. like both those places. It's great bass fishing in Wisconsin. I've never yeah, been to is. Minnesota. I don't think I ever would be. There's a lot of lakes. Yeah. Too there's many a lot of lakes probably. there. It's Not really, enough. there's more fucking lakes than there is land. There's a lot of Is that lakes. like grumpy old men? Yeah. Wolf. Well, there. Paul Bunyan was a giant man. He would walk. Fake. He walked on real. the earth, yeah. and I hated. I hated that. I, I I didn't like him or the the ox. I was. What's Paul Bunyan? I tuned right yeah. out. I'd rather hear about Johnny Appleseed when I was a kid. Uh, this is Randy from Canada. Randy, how are you? Good. Yourself, Ron? Uh, you know, hanging in there, buddy. Hey, I'm a Canadian. I live in the states. I have a concealed carry license. You know. Dave's ideas are insane. People like me, people uh, like Ant, who carry these things to do everything legally, have the right to do this. What other country in the world could we do this in? But but that doesn't mean that it's good. You know what I mean? It like, does. Absolutely it's good. But if you're saying, hey, you couldn't do this in England, but England is safer, you have to honestly look around and see that a lot of other people, and I'll just speak for Fez's side of this, would feel safer without people like you law-abiding people. But it's not really safer. My uncle was in law enforcement his entire life in Canada, and there are a lot of guns in Canada. The only difference is most of them are illegal guns. But, but there aren't the having, killings. There aren't all, the murders. Well, there there are, but we're not having these mass killings. And that's what this is about right now. We're really not even talking about a guy shooting his wife. Or because you look at lunacy and you can't stop it. There's yeah. a story we're going to be putting up on the iBang about the guy in Florida. His wife didn't cook his pizza long enough, so he tried to drown her in the dog dish. <laughs> oh. Okay. The white slide takes place. There's nothing yeah. we can do about it. <laughs> what we're trying to do away with is mass shootings of our children. That the kids would be able to go see a fucking midnight movie without being shot up. Or the kids could go to school. The fact that uh, Dave and his wife agree, let's just take our kid out of school today. I don't want them there. That's right. Yeah, I, I, we, that's what we're doing. I mean, what, what, what the fuck is going on? We got a break here. How's Ian Hunter taking the news? It's going to be fine. It's, yeah? It's, it's, it's the whole day. It's just so fucked up. Well, you're his friends. You bring him down. <laughs> Is there a better song in the world than all the young dudes? No. You there in the glasses. I'd be talking to him right now, and everything would have been great with the world. But no. The non-Canadians out there have to keep making things harsher. All right. We break. Uh, we will be back in just a little bit. I only want to talk to Canadians. We're saying goodbye. You're going to heading back to Canada this week, right? Minnesota, yes, yeah, part of wow. America. It's uh, in the U.S. Great Minnesota, Canada. It's uh, it's no. How it's the North the Stars US. look this year? <laughs> shut, shut up, hey, shut up, guys. Um, what's that Herschel Walker tree? What is out? the most <laughs> famous jersey in the world? Do you think? Uh, LeBron, Yankees. No, Kobe. Of all time, let me just tell you this. 1980 Olympics, the hockey team. Wow. Yep. The captain? M Mike, uh, Mike is uh, Italian. Mike is Ruzioni. Yeah. His jersey is for sale. I want all you guys to write down what you'd be willing to pay for it. Okay. We'll take a break. 
Okay. We'll be right back. It's the Ron and Fez Show. This is the Ron and Fez Show. Ron and Fez continues. Toronto Fez Show on a Friday. Obviously, uh, the gun shooting uh, taking place right now, trying to get to the bottom of it, how organized or was this some kind of a freak out? I just feel like this was a planned hit, but we will see as this uh, rolls out as we go along. Um, For all we know, it could be an act of terrorism. Um, we'll have to see, obviously, uh, leave it up to the authorities, but they've got so many people in that area. It almost looks like a military operation around there now, the way I guess it's feds in there as well. Everyone's, yeah, everyone's State police. SWAT team. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's really. That aerial shot's nuts. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get to that. If you're holding and you're not from Canada, I have no, I don't want to talk to you today. I only want to talk to Canadians. Anyone else is just a waste of time. Uh, we said what they now, what some people believe is the most famous sports memorabilia ever. Wow. Is going up. 1980. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Oh, it's great. Uh, the shirt of Mike Ruzioni, uh, the shirt that he was wearing for that. He's putting up for auction, which, by the way, no one's, you know, no one's calling him a sellout or how could you do this? Yeah. People get it now. Yeah, I mean, uh, Don Larson, you just sold his jersey for the, you know, the 1956 perfect game in the World Series. The only one that happened, he just sold his jersey as well. Well, for only like 25000 or something like yeah. that. Surprise um, me. Deal. You know, who knows what anything's worth. It's only worth whatever yeah. the, the top person will pay. Um, Fez... You go you go first. What is this jersey worth? I put it as now I'm wondering twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. Okay. Uh Chris Stanley, what do you have? $175,000. That is gonna hurt me. I had hundred seventy two thousand dollars. Hundred and seventy two thousand. Shit. The I believe what he's saying is the minimum that he would take for this right now. Is one million dollars? Oh wow! God. Give it to me. Now I'm watching um, <laughs> PTI last night, and Tony Kornheiser said, uh, "If you could get this for a million dollars, buy it, because this is a four or five million dollar jersey." Really? He believes what? And Kornheiser's uh, been hitting the sauce I too mean, hard. Four or five he says there is dollars? not a more famous than this, and I think Aruzioni is doing it now because. Anyone who was a little kid when this happened is going to be the right age that if you started a software company and you're worth billions, that's true. You know, you would put out that kind of money uh, for it. But uh, you know, Aruzioni, I mean, yes, he was the team captain and he did score a goal. But you know, I don't just see just his jersey. He's as, the face of the team. I He's guess. the only one. What about one. Craig, the goalie? He killed that guy in that car accident. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Is it signed? 
No, you can't sign that. No. What the fuck? Are you going to ruin the Why would you want to sign? This is not one of your hack prizes you give out to the fucking listeners. You don't this sign This is the real fucking jersey. Yeah. This is it. I mean, to you, me, you to see me. see Hard Rock Johnny Gun Prince, did you put your <laughs> yeah. signature on these pants before you handed yeah. it over? To me, a four or five million item is anything Babe Ruth. That, that's why I'm ha- struggling to put my mind around it, because it's still 1980. I mean, it's still, you know, in this almost That's generation. why you're saying this is the perfect time to do it. Like uh. you said with Don Larson's, he probably should have did it in 1970. That's true. Where now, a kid who's a baseball fan doesn't know who Don Larson is. No, they don't. You do, because you're a reader. But you're surprised most people don't, you know, get obsessed with the history books. Right. Like when we were younger. Jesus Christ. Please give me a book on baseball. I love that shit. Yeah, the the uh, Honus Wagner, Christy Matthewson. That was the love best. that shit. <laughs> and, that, and they portrayed Ty Cobb as this passionate baseball player. They, <laughs> yeah. they left out a few oh, things yeah. about Ty Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be at the library. Do you have a book on Jimmy Fox? <laughs> yeah, right. Jimmy Fox is a fucking alcoholic beast. Um... Here's Andrew in Canada. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Good, good. Um, I would say, uh, you know, Toronto's sort of the bigger concentrated populace in Canada. And the last uh, last summer we had a um, sort of a mass shooting at a barbecue. Um, and that was completely, um, you know, gang-related. So, right. I mean, they, they happen, but it's it's fairly fairly rare and when it is it's, it's a big story and everybody gets yeah i think that we can put up with some of that what we can't put up is someone going into our schools and shooting kids up someone going into our movie theaters and shooting up a bunch of batman fans someone going into our colleges and shooting man they look like they are looking for more people they said they had one guy uh in custody, they were talking to, but apparently it wasn't a shooter. But they were just. They but they've been out in the woods. They've been all yeah. over the. Just from the footage they're showing, they believe that somebody else is out there. That's on that we haven't found right now. Um. Well, how do they feel? I mean, did the witnesses I see don't know. two people? This is all just coming together right now. Hmm. Um, let's go over to Ted in Nova Scotia. You're on the Run of Fez show. You know, maybe the American shooter was owed money. Uh, here's James in Nova Scotia. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, guys. Uh, miss you terribly, Davey Mack. Um, He's right here. The, uh, I'm here. I mean, I'm not going. It's 7 p.m. Am Saturday. I'm a hologram or something? Davey Mack Sports Program. Be great radio if you were. <laughs> you know, in 2016, on the second Tuesday of November, you're going to have another presidential election. So you're going to wrap up for about a year and a half before that. In this country, we take three weeks. Um, sometime the government, between the end of the fourth year and the start of the fifth year of their government, they say, we're going to have an election. Three weeks from next Tuesday, you have three weeks, and you get it done. That's it. We have constant elections here. They are constant. They are nonstop. And they probably only after professional football is the most talked about thing that takes place in this country. Uh, if you go into any bar, you hear about two things, football and the other side, whether it's liberals or conservatives. Right. We have a lot of problems. We do. It's starting to feel like. Maybe Canada's right. That's why I'm only taking Canadian calls. That's a good idea. I mean, I, I don't care much for the flag. It's not, you know, it's a leaf. I mean, oh, I love the song, though. 
Oh, Canada. <laughs> I used to have to hear it all the time because I'd go to a lot of Blue Jays spring training. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, this is a better tune than ours. <laughs> it's really easy to sing. And I like the leaf. Like, hey, we're just the leaf. No big deal. Hell <laughs> no. It's just, it's just. What do you want, a cannon on it? I mean, that's part of our problem. I mean, just look how our song is all about violence. Uh, yeah. And as many times as you shoot us, we just keep coming. That's right, yeah. 1812 War, by the way. Some people don't know. The American mm. National Anthem. A lot of people think it's a revolutionary That's right. war. Not Frank Key. He laid it out there. <laughs> and you know, the thing about Francis Scott Key, really a one-trick pony. I mean, name another yeah. tune. Not and, even the flip side of that song. And you know, he's, they said he wrote, li- those are his lyrics, but he said mm. he stole the tune verbatim from an English song. Yeah, it was like an English, an English beer drinking it song. It was an English, yeah, beer it's, drinking. So Which had to be... Parody. It had to be the worst sing-along song of all time, too. <laughs> um, here is uh, Sean in Ontario. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, cool. Uh, the only reason I don't have a gun is because you have to take a course here. I live out in the country, and I've often thought about getting one, you know, shoot stuff, whatever, have fun with it. But I just don't want to take a course. I'm too lazy, and I don't want to go back to school. So courses. All right. Courses might help. Keep Coke in here on his last day. This was supposed to be a big farewell. There's uneaten pizza. I, I told you wasn't eating any fez, but I didn't expect these two guys to be hungover. Normally they eat like animals. <laughs> this should be hangover food. <laughs> I had oh. two two slices. I have two and a half. I had three. Here's the great thing about YouTube: the old Canada thing. Yeah, you have 508 dislikes. So <laughs> <laughs> like, who takes the time? Like, I, blows. I, I, I got to make sure I register my YouTube username so I can fucking give a thumbs down. I'm a thumbs down. It. No one's touching Dave's or Derbs. Why do you keep walking That's, out when you know that we want to say goodbye? Really, really it, had to use the bathroom. Then why don't you come back? <laughs> why do you look like you're jacking, though? Look, you hold the piss in this business, son. You okay. hold the piss. All right. Us and astronauts, we do not piss. Okay. All right. Eat a lot of pizza for yourself. What's his plan uh, with plans for the future? My plans? Yeah. Uh, I'll probably take a nap after the show. No. Oh, then I'll wake right. up. And you see, see? No, I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll see. Uh, here's uh, Tim. He was born in Canada. How are you, Tim? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, I live in Maine now. I've been here 20 years, but I grew up in Canada. I was there for 30 years Same and uh, had guns in the house always. Um, so I don't think it's really a, a gun issue. I think it's, uh, in living in both countries, I think it's more of a personality, uh, a psyche, and uh, I'm going to agree with that. Difference. I think and something's so. wrong with us. Uh, I think it's a different perspective. I do. Maybe, I would agree maybe, with that. I just maybe. feel like we feel like we the, like we can only be heard through acting out. Mm-hmm. Just like the fact that we permit the road rage thing, and I don't even mean just people jumping out of cars. I mean yelling "fuck you" at someone's <laughs> mom or someone's grandmother. Yeah. You know, giving the finger to somebody else. When you wouldn't do that when you're walking down the fucking street. Because if you put your finger out and someone in the street, you're going to get a snap the fuck off. Right. But the fact when I hear people, what the fuck is wrong with you, you old cunt? And I know it's someone's grandmother, someone's mom. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> you where, where do you fucking, where, who raised you that you talk to people that way? Wolves. And particularly yeah. when you won't go around and say that kind of shit in real life. There's something fucking crazy about us. Um, 
here is uh, Matthew. You're on the Run and Fez show. For Matt? Yeah. In yeah, Canada. I just wanted to say, uh, you know, Fez is always getting uh, crapped on by your listeners down there, but I'm a detective up here in Canada, and I can tell you less guns equals less shooting. There's just no two ways about it. Well, uh, you know, I there's certainly what Fez is saying would be a solution and helpful. The problem is it's never going to happen. Yeah, and you're it, when he does that, it only leads up to other people calling in and yelling at him, and then him yelling back. The fact of the matter is, this thing has. To, we need somebody who is pro gun to lead this. One more thing, I just want to say uh, thanks. Greatest Christmas gift ever. I got Ron and Fez with Davy Mac back. It's been a great morning. Isn't it great? It's just incredible. Thanks very much. You know, the is he, was he trying to be sarcastic? No, it's just the is opposite. Some kind of funny guy. No, no. The I'm other day, oh. I was talking with uh, <laughs> Steve Bladder and Rob Cross, and I'm like, you know, when we had Davy Mac with us, and they're like, Are you kidding me? They go, we're so lucky he's on Saturdays because that's less of him. And I go, no, more of him is <laughs> Sons better. Sons of bitches. They avoid me like the plague at the Christmas party yeah, I know. just because I got drunk and sequestered <laughs> them in the corner. <laughs> you had Rob pinned up against the lockers. <laughs> what lockers do we have? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are we in a high school? <laughs> where, where the hell are we? We have lockers all down this hallway. Really? I never saw any lockers. Well, what are you getting changed for, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think I've seen uh, Kane or someone and use those lockers. Adam raised the cane. I remember that. Um, here is uh, here's Brian. Brian, what do you got for us, buddy? Oh, hey guys, uh, thanks for taking the call. That's my job. Uh, back in back in the '90s, this uh, American historian wrote a paper saying that the difference between the Canadian and the American psyche had to do with the way the countries were founded. So when the colonists came to the U.S., it was this whole frontier thing where it was always us against the environment, against whoever else. But Canada was set up as a series of outposts. So it was like point to point to point all the way across the country. And you so, guys didn't have Indian wars like we did? I thought you did. No, we sided with the Indians. It's a good move. We fight them. We traded with them. So, so what was it? Didn't try to wipe them all. So you're saying from the get go you were better, easier going than us? No, sometimes I think you had it right, but um, no, it's not about being better or worse. It's just a different way to start a country, I guess. Because this was just like a resource purge for Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Send every, just pillage whatever you could from up north, and then send it south or across the Atlantic. Does that make sense? No, I totally get it because, you know, when Canada got their freedom, they were pretty much let free in like, hey, you guys have been great, but there's no way we can keep running you from over here. So (laughs) you think you're ready to take care of yourself now? (laughs) Oh, sure. Thank you, though. You know, it was a much easier going where if you look at our past um, and the great Quentin Tarantino brings this up and you'll be able to see it on December 25th in Django Unchained. Is America ever going to get past the point of slavery and the Indian massacres? Hmm. I mean, we were raised and brought up and birthed into this thing that we still carry the scar. But it's almost like for us, we carry scars that we're not even sure where we got them. Like, I think hmm. something happened to me when I was a baby. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, apparently a violent birth <laughs> somehow. But we had that conversation today about RG3. But, you know, we're still uncomfortable with that Mm -hmm. kind of talk. We're still very, very quick in this country to, if 
somebody hits the ground, the rest of us come over and kick them. You know? How many people are willing to blame somebody who do the exact same thing as the rest of us? Well, a lot of that also has to do with, like, the, the civil... I mean, the civil rights movement was only 50 years ago, and there's yeah. still plenty of people who are around and saw it alive today and who were affected by it. So, or, like, that's... Or, yeah. Can t- it still take time, you know? Yeah, it definitely will still take time, and... The reality of it is, look at this. In 2001, the a lot of Muslims said to us, well, the shit happened with them flying into those buildings because you don't realize what your corporations and governments have done to us over the years. Mm-hmm. And we went, ah, uh, shut up. You hate us for our freedoms, and now you're all going to pay. I mean, it's very difficult for us to see somebody else's point of view, mm-hmm. to take the time to go... Let's fucking talk before we start to battle. We love the battle. And we're very impulsive, too, this country. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, we think a, a problem has to be solved in seconds. Right. And it's like, the, the, you know, when we went to Iraq, you, God forbid if anyone said, well, maybe we should think about going back, you know, when we, when we went back into Iraq. Maybe we should think about this for a second. I remember even watching an episode of The Real World on MTV, and this and they, the kid was like a half white, half black kid was like, "Well, I'm not sure if we should go into Iraq. I don't see the connection." Yeah. And he got beat up by the kid from Boston. Yeah. CJ. God. And CJ. He's like, "You pussy! You don't want to go in and defend up." And now everyone's like, "Wow, we should have thought about that." Yeah. We're in Iraq. Uh, when we, uh, I was on the air at the time in New York, and no one would discuss it. No one would discuss it. And if you tried to bring it up, you, you had them scream at you. They got weapons. Do you want another 9-11? And like, there was no talking. It had to be done. Now, later, they never go back and say, hey, I was wrong. I overreacted. They blamed Bush. Right. So the same people who blame Bush as the reason why his name isn't even spoken by Republicans today are the same people who backed him up yeah. when that went down. A lot of liberals. If we him. think in the, you know, think about stuff at the beginning, maybe we can avoid some of these things. Yeah, we don't do that though. We don't like thinking. Um, here's uh, Mike. You're on Running Fez show. Yeah, hey, I've listened to a lot of the other Canadians calling in with a lot of cultural differences or perceived differences. I really don't think there's that many differences. I've spent pretty close to 30 years, mostly working in the States as a trucker like a lot of the other guys. And the only difference I really see is that traditionally gun ownership has been a really pivotal pivotal right in your country. You know, it's, it's been really common for a guy to have a handgun at home. There's a lot of guys I know in Canada that have guns, but most of them are rifles, so it's harder to walk around and go to the bar with your rifle. And, you know, as crazy as the Aussies are, they don't fucking have handguns over there. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're nutty as shit. I mean, I I honestly think Australians or Canadians are ready to fist fight quicker (laughs) than Americans. And they're all mostly drunk, pretty much all day long. Yeah, they're drunk a lot. I mean, yes, a 230-year-old amendment that we have that was created in a time where, like, America was uncultivated and undeveloped still, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, like, having a gun meant something else back then, you know? Yet... If you if people agreed with you that this was an outdated amendment, we would easily change it. Mm-hmm. But you would lose on this. Yeah, exactly. People want guns. They feel safer with guns. Hmm. They just do. So you can sit around in New York City and act like we ought to change. It ain't happening, dude. 
And that's why I'm not going to be any part of this tonight. It's so fucking depressing. And then you have the people who uh, who say um, everyone should, you know, get a gun. Be forced to have one. Yeah, which is just... But th there are plenty of people who believe that if those teachers had guns, this wouldn't have happened. Well, yeah, I have a lot of friends, too, that, like, hunt all the time. So they're like, why would you want to take away my gun? Like, I just shoot deer with it, you know, mm -hmm. and duck. Give the deer you know? guns. Give the deer guns. Give everyone and every creature guns. There'll give, be a lot give, less hunting. Give just, tree guns. Just like God intended. Guns. Give mythical uh, creatures guns. Not, like we the better Griffin. not shoot. There's four of them. We're outgunned here. <laughs> <laughs> I am not fucking shooting into a bunch of fucking deer like that. You just see deer sleeping, but they got their fucking guns all out <laughs> on the campfire. Um, here's Ryan in Toronto. You're on the Run of Fest show. I'm glad I'm doing an all Canada show tonight. Maybe I should every day. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey. I'm a new Canadian fan, and uh, it's great to hear your voice today. Uh, there's a delicious irony here. It's sad today to say this, but Americans are told from the time they're born that their their vote counts. You vote for your uh, district attorneys. You vote for your water commissioners. Democracy has infected every aspect of your life. And then when you're older, if you don't have any money, the state leaves you behind. You really do truly struggle and I, I just I think sometimes people crack because of that. Well, we will have to find out what the reason is today. And I quite honestly feel like this one is going to have a reason. I think that you're going to that this thing was planned. And that's why it's so difficult for them to come up with exactly what happened. That it isn't some father who showed up because his kid didn't make the fucking baseball team or something. Parent found dead. The gunman's parent found dead in New Jersey. All right, so maybe that was the deal. That he killed his dad before he went up. Gunman's mother was a teacher at the school. Holy shit! This is this is getting this is. Getting, so he may have been gone looking for bad. her. This is getting bad. Yeah. Oh my god! You can see our building in the background behind her too. What are you talking about? Oh, right here. Oh, she's looking yeah. at the window at Fox? Yeah, so from Fox. Is that Fox. what you're going to say to your family all the time when you get home? Yeah. <laughs> you see that? That's where I was in. <laughs> I was in, yeah. Everybody likes me over there, and they're trying to get me in. <laughs> no, nah, I don't say that. You should, because everybody does like yeah. you. Jesus? Jesus loves me. <laughs> yes, this, you know? I know, yeah. I read it once in the Bible. Wait, that's not the lyric. Um... Here's Mark in Canada. What part of Canada are you from, Mark? St. Catherine, Ontario. Okay, nice to talk to you. Uh, I guess you were talking about how generations forget tragedy, and I was thinking about uh, Anthony Cumia one time said that uh, they have inflatable bouncy slides that are the Titanic, and so the kids just slide down the Titanic like it's nothing. Well, that was a huge tragedy 100 right. years ago. That's true. So, thanks for bringing this up and what I said about the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say anything else? We know that there's. Landing? We know that there's. Um, that there's guns. Um, we just don't know why the Canadians react different than us. Hicks, what do you got from me over there? Um, TV networks being told uh, a witness says that a second man was taken out of the woods in handcuffs, wearing a black jacket and camouflage pa uh, pants, and telling parents in the scene that I did not do it. 
We'll see. Look how close the news um, copters and planes are flying to each other now. I just saw one plane full in front of the copter. <laughs> uh, Tony, you're on the Run of Fest show. Uh, I got uh, two points. My first point is that uh, I grew up, my dad had five guns. He had uh, three rifles and two shotguns. And I don't ever remember my dad or myself ever thinking this idea of, oh, this is for protection in case someone ever breaks in and I'm going to blow someone's head off. It was strictly about hunting. I mean, this, uh, this idea of being fearful that someone's going to attack us, just not, it's just not prevalent in Canada. I mean, it's just not there. You know, My I always point, grew up with a shotgun in the house, and um, no one ever talked about anybody breaking into our house. Really? We always had shotguns in it. The only time, we, other than hunting, was uh, New Year's Eve. We would shoot the guns at New Year's Eve. My dad still does. Wow. Nice, badass. That's yeah. where the mummers and shooters come in in Philadelphia, is that you shoot the guns in at uh, midnight. <laughs> I take it you guys didn't do that. No. no. That's like a Wild West thing. Look, uh, look, I remember being a kid, and we were in row houses, and my uncle came running out at 12 o'clock, shooting it from his head, and we were surrounded by row houses. What I always wondered is, when someone shoots a gun up into the air... Where does the bullet land? Couldn't it land on someone and kill them? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, gravity sucks it up into the fucking atmosphere. Hey, I'm just wondering. You'd think you'd hear more stories about when the <laughs> people shooting the guns up, the bullet yeah, comes down, bullet and fell down and hit kill someone. someone. It does happen. All right. Well, now happen. I know. I just asked a simple question. That's why they, you don't see cops shooting in the air. <laughs> it really doesn't happen. Okay. All right. I don't know anything about guns. My cousin had a, a metal BB gun. That was about as close as I got. It, yeah. That thing was awesome. It, well, yeah, it was hurt. a great red rider. He rider. shot me, though. He shot me right in the leg. Would you have a red rider? Uh, my, my friend growing up did. And then I saw a Christmas story, and I was like, hey, I can Shit, you remind me of that fucking... Yeah. Ralphie. 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 He's blind. He was up here the other day. Really? Oh, yeah, Peter Billingsley, or yeah. Billingsby, or whatever his name is. Well, was yeah. he doing promoting the Christmas story? Yeah, yeah, he's producing the, the musical. The musical. Oh, hey, cool. no Instead of laughing about it, why don't you fucking take it seriously? Yeah, right, read a book. Fuck. You know, um, I was walking up here, and I didn't realize that Al Pacino is on Broadway right now performing mm -hmm. in Glengarry Glen Ross, the play. Holy fuck. But he's playing the Jack Lemon part. Is he really? That would be sensational to see. That'd be trippy. So if anyone has, you know, some extra money lying around, Grace. Uh, <laughs> no, hold on, Grace. I want you to make sure you get me two tickets out of here. <laughs> Grace, Grace. Uh, yeah, I mean that'd be so weird to see him go from Tony to the actual total opposite character, if you will. <laughs> Tony. They Roma. say it was so hot today. <laughs> That door <laughs> was standing in front of fire. You're like, what? That's not even a funny know. joke. Seriously. And like, if I was the guy, he, he would have not sold me that property. I'd be like, you're a fucking creep. You ever remember uh, the good fucks yeah, or the good meals? What the fuck? You, what? Like, uh, wait, do I remember the good fucks? I'm not going to talk to a guy I just met two minutes ago. About the Look good at fucks. you. You're going to talk to him when you get a good sale. You sit around. We're supposed to admire your farts. <laughs> right, right. This place smells like your farts for 
a week. <laughs> you fucked up, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love when, Bob, uh, when Jack <laughs> Lemmon fucking shits on Kevin Spacey. He does a... <laughs> <laughs> Just how, how quick Jack Lemmon gets his confidence. Yeah, he's great. You don't belong here. He's fixing his teeth and all. Yeah. You shouldn't work with men. <laughs> right? right? He's, just, he's wiping his hands. Yeah. He was so goddamn great was in that amazing. movie. He should have won an Oscar for that fucking shit. Everybody should have won Oscars. They, 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 they basically did at some point. Is that what you're talking about? The leads? Is that what you pricks are talking about? Because I got the leads right now and you can't have them. Because these leads are for closest. Right. That was Even, the fucking greatest speech, man. Oh my god, seven minutes. That's all it was, and he could have gotten nominated. He should have. My other thing was Ed Harris now in Arkin. Just when they're sitting at that Chinese restaurant, just, everything they say with the "Are we talking here? Yeah, are, are we, we talking, talking here? Are we talking? Yeah, we're just talking here. Are we? Are we actually talking? You're, you're talking about this. But, it's great. But that whole thing too, the way that we go back and forth of uh, a man can't be treated like this. No, it's not right. Just <laughs> they fall into that David Mamet. Yeah. Speak. Well, can you imagine like trying to pitch that as, as like a movie and saying, okay, it's about let's see, real estate guys. Real estate and that's office. pretty much uh, the whole thing, and they're trying to sell real estate. Oh, yeah, there's also a restaurant scene. No one would fucking take you up <laughs> on it. It's one of the best movies ever. No one saw it when it came out, and with all those stars, yeah. nobody saw that movie. That's amazing, though. It's so good. I'm gonna go see the play tomorrow. Good. What? Tomorrow at seven o'clock. I'm gonna bum rush my way into it. <laughs> I know this is sold out. I'm going to sit on the floor up front. I've always wanted to see Pacino live. That's been one of my, my, one, yeah. one, one of my wish lists. Even well, on he's, done, he's done it so many times. Yeah. Here he'll, he'll do, he's played so many plays. I know. He loves the plays. i I, I got to see him. De Niro never does plays, does he? The last one he did is like 30 years ago. Wow. He did. It was something Teddy and something, but people were lined in the street. They actually had another room where people were just watching it on TV. Wow. That's how big it was at the time. Well, whatchamacallit, um, Looking for Richard was just on recently. Great movie. I love that. It's great. All this is lost on you like we're talking about music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't seen it. And if you look at uh, look, Looking for Richard, he's got Alec Baldwin, probably from Glengarry, mm -hmm. and he had Spacey as his uh, Spacey best was so weird. Was, yeah, yeah, he was weird. Spacey, like, he looked at Spacey like... Fact that he was dressing like him, yeah. like he was disgusted. Right, with him. but she was wearing the backwards hat, and Spacey's wearing the backwards yeah. hat. <laughs> like, and then that guy, creep? remember his best friend in, in real life? I love life? that guy. That guy died. I know because I I, I, I tried to book him because he was in that Al Pacino movie where Al Pacino plays the parents author author. Oh, they he call was? author. Yeah, author. He was the guy that his chick was living with. Yeah, that kind of started the Pacino like bad period right. for a while and then he came back sort of in Dick Tracy. His name was like Hartswinkle or Richard I thought it was. Something Winkle Look, that he would always bring his name up to other people. Coxwinkle. Uh, find the characters' names. Yeah, find, find Chris, the guys. find the fucking characters' names. You're not even looking. You're just sitting there fucking around he looking at vaginas know. online. He doesn't know this movie. Oh, you're never gonna find out Al Pacino's Wikipedia page. Come on, dude. I'm working it out. Look, Google, looking for Richard, and 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 Google Richard as well. <laughs> that, that's not, that doesn't help me at Nixon. all. Nixon, Richard. Someone Nixon. said that the uh, shooter's name is out now. Yeah, I saw it too. It what sounded it? like a Spanish last name. Ryan Lanza is who they're identifying. Ryan Lanza. What's his uh, background? 
Uh, 20-year-old male is all they're saying here. So maybe a single shooter? Yeah. And just losing his shit. Yep, whose mother was a teacher at the school. You know what we're going to have to hear from people? Oh, you know what? He was so nice. Somewhat of a loner, but always would be there for people. Cared about him. Didn't talk much to us. <laughs> Their whole family was really nice. So we can't believe this happened. They weren't really nice because he killed a bunch of fucking kids. Uh, I can't wait till one day they go like this. Dude, I can't believe this didn't happen years ago. This fucker used to walk around with fucking knives tied to his dick and trying to fuck dogs till they died. <laughs> and he, had, he, would, he would always tell, tell us, I'm going to shoot people soon. Yeah. But we just thought he was, you know, like doing a song lyric or something. Here's what he said in his yearbook. Can't wait to shoot everybody at the same time. Most likely to shoot people. Still surprised, though. Used to dress up like the Joker and say one of these days, we're going to kill everybody in this fucking place. We just thought he had vivid imagination is all. Kept a knife handle up his asshole. And he used to just fuck back and forth on it until he came. He used to shoot his cum all over in front of the little kids. He, he just, put my dog into a microwave once. Yeah. But I thought he was, you know, just a normal guy. Just yeah. hungry. He um, carved death the blacks in my back. And then, uh, yeah. But I let it go. Yeah. I didn't know. I should have called. He also gave Frederick his... Kimball is the guy's name. Pacino's friend. What's it, what was his character's name? That's all I begged fucking Chris for. He had it, but he lay, Larry Coxwinkle. 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 Remember he would bring it up during the play? <laughs> they would call all the characters Coxwinkle. That was a terrible... Everyone hates that fucking movie. It's I bad. bet I've seen it 90 times. Well, it's it's on a lot, and I do watch it, but it's like, oh boy, Al. It, it took him to a long time. It took him maybe Cartleo's way to, to kind of get back on the Looking for yous like <laughs> looking for milk and cookies. And let's also be fair. And Justice for All is not... You can't watch that again. No. <laughs> That's pretty bad. And that actually got, you know, I think him another nomination and whatnot. Oh, but, but it's just like... Oh that was just God. part of the bad 80s. Yeah, that was not... A good film. Uh, Mediate has a picture of the of the shooter to see what he looks like. Mediate, Chris, come on, dude. Got it. Stop the looking fuck? at vagina pictures. Oh, You're fucking drunk. Pictures. You're still drunk from last he is, night. He is drunk. And his prep was fucking alcoholic. I, I, I that don't... shit that you're writing about the Angels fucking Rangers trade. <laughs> what? Oh, I, I can't remember. Hold on. Here it is. <laughs> we put a on, picture of him? We put on True Romance, but he Pepper went to bed. Fucking tired. That drunk. actually is probably the only scene that is better than the Glenn Glary uh, scene. That I'll was take amazing that too. Yeah, I'll take that Chesterfield. I was put. I would put up as probably the greatest <sighs> scene in any movie. I still think Here that uh, this is Where's the guy this fucker? dressed like a hipster. Oh Jesus Christ! Another Look at hipster. him with the little hat and the sunglasses. You know what? Coke, I don't want you to leave oh, no. right now. He looks exactly yeah. like Kokomo Joe. He looks like a fucking girl face, too. Who are you shooting with your little fucking girl's hat on? Nice hat. So did this guy yeah. kill himself, or was he killed by the cops? It's not, not really. I stressed. think his fashion sense was killed. <clears throat> what happened? Why didn't you finish your statement? It'd never be that funny. Well, no, it's kind of morbid. What, are you, you locked gotta... up? So what? Go for it. Okay. Once you commit, go. All right. Spit it out. All right? Yeah, he has no fashion sense. Look, you ever see AP breaking through the line going, I'm not a football player. No, he is this a football is player. He exactly. Is. You got to be every time. Why is he wearing sunglasses? What's he hiding? You want to see the ghost of Christmas future? That's what happens oh, no. when you don't commit. No, I'm not. You got to fucking commit and run for fucking open field. I always run for open field. 
Well, you I shoot for the so, end zone. You like? I'll tell you how else you're you're an agreeable fuck. Once the once you get buzzed, <laughs> yes, exactly. I do. No, I hit the dunks. Okay, <laughs> I knock him out of the goalies. No, no these aren't making sets. You're no. just being stupid. This no, I'm like so glad pepper, you're even pepper shit. drunk talk. Can I just tone it down a little bit and just thank you guys really quick oh, for geez. having me uh, the last six months and. Let me work for you guys. It was awesome. It was really fun. And just bring me to New York and, you know, having recruited me. I tried to do work for you guys. But let me tell you, you're a fucking terrific kid. And we got one thing here. We're all trying to get you back in the building, too. But when you leave the Ryan and Fez show, and Dave knows this, yeah. there's only one one way to leave, and you got to be fucked out. Oh, So yes. we are going to all take turns railing you. That's that thing, really? Is there a contract for that? Mm-mm. No. Oh. It's a fuck contract. It's, it's a contract. Stays, it's stays stays here's up, a contract. Yeah. A little character I drew. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> still going the same ca- you don't remember that he did that every <laughs> fucking day? You don't remember that? Yeah. Why'd you yell at who is that? (laughs) Well, that's Philip. Every fucking day he draws that. And it's terrible. (laughs) It's not not good. (laughs) It's it's great. Look at it. He's got big ears. Yeah, it's the same thing. (laughs) Work on something new. I can't. Oh, also, can I play one more song for you guys? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Well, this one I made in high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, I need to find it online. It's on sound. Just Google Magic Funk Boss. Come on, dude. Get on it, Chris. He's so fun. fucking drunk. It's He's enough. so slow got and drunk. Got it. Got uh, it. Yeah. All right. And drunk this one. Magic I'm Funk on point. Bus? Yeah, okay. You're He's not. got it. Uh, no, I made this one in high school, and it's Funky Friday. I know Fez doesn't feel for music, so I'm hoping this changes him. Oh, good. Him. We'll see. Um, and, and I did it for a senior project, but I bullshitted it. And it's an original piece. All right. Oh. Um, okay. Magic Funk Bus. All right. It's like two minutes. I wrote the lyrics. Oh yeah, it's starting right now. I'm playing the drums in this too. Who's playing guitar? Uh, it's supposed to be me. I said it for you know the project. I said I did all the instruments, but no, it's my friend. It's about a magic funk boss. Ride magic funk boss. I wanna ride it with you. I made up the lyrics since I went along. I want to ride the magic funk bus. Everybody there, no one bus. Ride the magic funk bus. Ride the magic funk bus. Ride the magic funk bus. Yeah. Yeah. Ride it. Oh, yeah, this is supposed to be me doing the solo. But it's not. But don't tell my high school that. I'm too late. Oh, shit. Ride it. Ride the magic funk bus. Funk it up. Funk it down. Funk it all around. Just keep going. I'm so fucked up right now. Ride the magic funk bus. School shooting. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, you want badass lovers. Shut your mouth. Alright, that's pretty much it. It's ending now. So the teacher thought you had some kind of... Yeah, great project, but no. No, it was just that. And then I played it for her, and then she was just like, that's, that was really bad. Really? Um, no, she, she was, I was just like, by the end of it, I was just kind of apologizing, like, was sorry. Was it for a music class? No, it was for something <laughs> called a senior project, <laughs> where all the seniors had to do a project and write a paper about it. What'd you write about Magic Funk Bus? <laughs> well, I thought it'd be funny, yeah. No, what did you write oh, about? Oh, I did a recording, a music recording. Oh, okay. and, yeah. So. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for letting me play that. That's, That's it. It's fantastic. It's available for we'll download if, on the internet. Yeah, let's see if Fred wants to do a cartoon for it. Magic Funk Bus. Mm. Ride the Magic Funk Bus. Ride the Magic Funk Bus. <laughs> yeah. And Sucky. Yeah, it is... It's not bad, you know. I mean, it's not like the Quertos. No, it's not a bad no, thing. It's no. not, you know, the Quertos or anything. But no, no. somebody told me that the Quertos don't play live because one of your guys is afraid to. Um, our uh, <laughs> guitar, <laughs> our guitarist has some trepidation. Yeah, uh, be live. What is he? Playing. He's got like stage fright. Yes. Did you ever play the song Stage Fright for him? <laughs> he loves the band. Well, Robbie had to be, you know. Really pushed into we it. Robbie had terrible. We might have to push uh, Jason uh, Ruffian into it. it. Tell Jason Ruffian that Robbie actually was hypnotized. Yeah. To you know be able to, he would actually get physically sick. He'd be so nervous. Well, we do have uh, Jeffrey Danger, um, our guitar. Uh, Any our relation to Harvey? No, no. Our other guitarist has, really does want a live gig. So we're thinking about at least maybe employing a road. Uh, keyboardist to fill in for Jason Ruffian, like he was the uh, Brian Wilson. Exactly. So we're thinking about um, Glenn Campbell. Uh, no, uh, Paul Poison. Okay. Guess you play Stranglehold as like a warning. As a uh, hit, I, I you know? don't, I'm not a big Ted Nugent. Fan. Okay. Not not a Ted Nugent fan. The, the Quertos, we have our guys. We have our Tom Petty covers, our Pearl Jam covers. Cool. What Petty song do you do? Well, Ronnie, I mean, we do I Won't Back Down. Uh, yeah. we, we do uh, The Waiting. Uh, yeah. We do Learning to Fly. I mean, what I, do you want? You can do too many. You cover the, before you know it, you're a tribute band. You know what I mean? Like, I think you should only do one before it looks like weird. All right. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. You know, we got some Pearl Jam rocket. We, we we can give you Wish List, and we can give you Yellow, yellow Lead Better. Mm -hmm. You know we can give you the uh, Zeppelin. We can give you the weight from the band. Mm. Okay. Okay. It's good. You're going to have a great show. I got a place for you guys to play, but it's in Sacramento, California. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. I'll, it's I'll, an afternoon. I'm going to take the Magic Funk Bus <laughs> over. <laughs> it's not even a real. Well, I hope you guys. Not, I hope you guys play the weight good because people would be like, "Oh, how was the show? Oh, it was good, but the weight was terrible." Ah! Ah! Play on words. You should just walk down on that game. Fuck you, got them good. Yeah. Starting on Monday, pictures are going to start going up on the iBang uh, for the holiday photo album contest. So start sending those in. Chance to win a signed Boogie Nights DVD, signed not only by Mark Wahlberg, not only by Don Cheadle, but also P.T. Anderson. Mm. All on the same DVD. So you that's can nice. That's yeah, a nice that's price. fucking huge. That's a nice fucking price. So send those photos in. You can start now and throughout your holiday. Love to get my hands on that. Yeah. Well, send in a picture because you could win just as easy as anybody. All right. Just Game a picture of myself? Whatever you want. Whatever okay. represents Christmas to you. All right. Could I be have, outside, could couple. be inside. Okay. Could be a picture of your ball sack. <laughs> mm. 
Done and done. Okay. Um, well, David Mack, thanks so much for coming in today. Oh, thank great you. To be with thank you. you for having me. Always. Doors always you know, open. I made a promise to Pepper. I said, yeah. I'll stay over your house. Can you stay over your house? He said, will you do the show tomorrow? I said, of course. That's nice, Pep. But, look but, who's but, finally but, fucking producing the show. At the same time, I felt insulted. <laughs> I felt that I was like, I'm yeah. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to go in. You sing for your supper, <laughs> motherfucker. Fucking, yeah, I mean, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> By the way, we tried to hook uh, Fez up she? with a, a, a gay gentleman. You did? When? Last night at the Writers Guild party. Who was the gay gentleman? He's a crazy son of a bitch who leaned over and says to me, people are scared of my big white cock. Oh I my so, God. I swear to God. <laughs> Dana, you came back just for, for Joe? Uh, yeah. Wow. wow. So thank you. Thank you. Spent extra money on a subway. You just get here? Whoa. No, I've just been here all day. I didn't know this at all. I thought you saw Oh, God, you're a mess. He is, right? <laughs> what I, is it that you want to say, Dan? Uh, I want to say bye to Joe. Oh, and? thank you. Bye. And? and? Well, 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 uh, it was a pleasure say. working with you. And? Um, what are you going to give him? Uh, I like your hat. And? I'll get you something from the break room. No. And? Um, I wish you best and? of luck on all your future endeavors. I you know no, he I wants a little sugar because you guys, the way you guys felt about each other. Just give me a kiss on the cheek. A hug goodbye. A hug goodbye. Give me a kiss on the cheek. A kiss. On the cheek. No. Tongue. Hand job. Hand job. Stop with the dirty talk because they're the two best kids ever. So you'll be here next week? Yes, all week. Isn't that nice? All week. When Pepper was an intern, they were such scumbags. Yeah. But this intern class is the best we've ever had. <laughs> nice. Pepper Bronx St Johnny. Still, I'm a scumbag, actually. <laughs> Fuck yeah. After oh. I've seen that bar many years. It's fine. You can be this fucking shooter in Connecticut. Uh, <laughs> I know where the, where, where the second shooter is. He's in the story of Queens. <laughs> But we can't find his fingerprints. He must have carved them off. His hands. This is crazy. It's the ramblings of a madman. Seems to be no beginning train. or end. We fell off OTB tickets. Well, that's it for us. Um, I'm just, thank God that you two kids are safe when all Thanks. this stuff started. That's why I want you two to be careful all the time. I, we will see you back here without Kokomo Joe oh. on uh, Monday. So sad. Yeah, it is sad. Yeah. Say my man. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. Seriously. You're a great kid. We're hopefully, we get you back in. Yeah. All right. See you guys uh, later. Enjoy your weekend from what you can. Do yourself a favor. Stay away from the news. It's just going to be too damn depressing. Oh, my God. Uh, what is it? Oh, they were... mm. And that's the end of my show. Donk. Thanks for listening to today's Ron and Fez show. We hope you enjoyed it. For your convenience, this program will re-air tonight at 1 a.m. Eastern, mm. 11 p.m. Pacific. This show is available with SiriusXM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand for details. Predictably enough, the Opie and Anthony show is next on the Opie and Anthony channel.